We interrupt regular programming for the following presentation of high school sports. Now, it's time for the Cromwell Radio Football Friday's pregame show. Good evening and welcome to week two of the high school football season. Some teams are looking to build on the momentum that they got last week, while other teams are looking for their first win of the season. My name is Eric Fry and I'll be joined by Elaine Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton as we bring you the Cromwell Media Group pregame show for week number two. Now let's not waste any time and get things started with Elaine Blickham and a look to the north. All right, thank you very much, guys. We'll start with the Mattoon Green Wave. They had a very tough opponent to start things out. They traveled down to Troy to take on the Triad Knights. Mattoon came up short. 56-20 to was the final. They got off to a good start, scoring early in the game, but it was mostly Triad after that. On the broadcast, post-game, Greg Powers talked with Jared Kimbrough, head coach of the Green Wave, about how they did some things well, but just need to find that consistency. For all the things that we don't think we did well, there's going to be some things in there that we did do well. You know, we, we Slater threw the ball well when he had time. You know, we ran the ball well at times. Uh, defensively, we tackled and did good things at times. We just got to put some consistency together, and that's what I told the paper yesterday. You know, we just got to be more consistent. We can't have, you know, one series where we go three and out, and then the next series, you know, throw an interception or fumble the ball. And then defensively, we can't, we can't put ourselves in, in a bad spot as much as what we're doing, but... You know, we'll, reg- we'll regroup and, and move on, and there's always next week for now. Mattoon opens the home schedule tonight against the Only Tigers, an opponent they haven't seen for quite some time. Coach Kimbrough talked about adding Only to the schedule. You know, we're looking for a competitive game where, you know, we can go out and really, really hopefully do some things well. And that was a good matchup for us, and they agreed from their end, too. So we got them for two years, and, you know, this, these are always tough. You know, losing is tough, and it's no fun. But we're going to move on, and that's all you can do. You know, you can't you can't look in the rearview mirror. you got to adapt to what you've done and, and try to get better next week. Both Matt Toon and Alney will look for their first wins of the season. The Tigers lost last week to Taylorville 41-6. to The Charleston Trojans, meanwhile, were most impressive in their opening week win, 42-13 over Hersher. They took a big lead into halftime on the strength of this play. Big screen, now he throws downfield, this is Langdon King, and he is gone! A touchdown for Langdon King from 48 yards out in Charleston, leads 27 to nothing. There's your QB receiver connection there, two scores from Bonstetter to King, the junior to the senior in Charleston with their fourth touchdown of the first half. Big play, Charleston Trojans. The Trojans went on for a 42-13 win, avenging a week one loss last season to those same Hersher Tigers. This week, Charleston heads to Paris to take on another Tigers squad. You can hear Charleston on Victory 103.9, streaming at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. The Tri-County Titans are on the road tonight at Saragordo Bement. Each team 0-1 coming in. Tri-County had their game suspended last week from Friday into Saturday, as did all of the Lincoln Prairie Conference. Tri-County trailed 12-0 when the game was halted at 1.42 to go in the third quarter. The next night, they came back and scored early in their possession and scored a two-point conversion to get within 12-8, to but they simply ran out of time as Sangamon Valley beat Tri-County 12-8 in the Week 1 matchup a week ago in Oakland. So Tri-County tries for better luck tonight. Saragordo Bement 
lost their opening game last week to the Cumberland Pirates. You can hear Tri-County and Sarah Gordo be met on Classic Rock 92 on the Axe, online at MyRadioLink.com and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Some other games up in this direction. The Central Illinois team's in action tonight. Tuscola takes on Carlisle. Central A&M hosts Marshall. Clinton is at home for Tri-Valley. Shelbyville hosts Eureka. Leroy is at Meridian tonight. And the Tremont Turks will host the Warrensburg-Latham Cardinals. For the Cromwell Sports Media pregame show, I'm Lane Blickham. Thanks, Lane. Now let's take a look at the Cumberland Pirates. Cumberland got their season started off with a big win against Sarah Gordo last week. Cumberland had 429 yards of rushing last week on their way to a 44 to nothing win. Blake McMeekin had 170 yards on the ground and five touchdowns, while Grant Kaiser also added 144 yards on the ground and a touchdown as well. The Pirate defense was just as strong as they also forced two turnovers and held Sarah Gordo to just 77 yards of total offense. The Pirates will now set their sails this Friday to Sagamon Valley. The Storm are coming off a 12-8 win against Tri-County last week in a game that started on Friday and ended on Saturday afternoon due to the weather. No threat of weather this week as Cumberland has had recent success against the Storm as they have won six straight, including last year where the Pirates defeated Sagamon Valley 41-6 in Week 3. Can the Pirates set sail on the seas of victory and weather the Storm tonight? Or will the Storm force the Pirates to abandon ship? Find out tonight on WCRA. Now, let's take a look at the FEM Hearts, and for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thank you very much. Travis Sparks here with a look at the FEM Hearts, and FEM comes away with a season-opening victory over the Robinson Maroons last week. And fortunately, both teams got the game in just in the nick of time before those storms and lightning got going. I know some teams in the area weren't as fortunate. Robinson came out with the ball first. They got their opening drive, looked to stall out after picking up a quick first down. But the Maroons lined up to punt, only for the punter to fake it and run 30 or 40 yards down the sideline. Coach Hefner called the timeout to settle the guys down and refocus. And whatever he said in the huddle worked because later the Hearts D would cause an interception by Wade Busher, and the Hearts had a lengthy drive of their own on their first possession as well. It actually bled into the second quarter. Robinson would stop him on third down, and McCullough Stefton would come out and kick a 35-yard field goal, FEM's first points of the season. The Hearts offense was efficient yet again, and the defense, like we thought, was a strong point and held Robinson scoreless in the first half with FEM leading 17 to nothing going into the locker room. Robinson would show some life in the third as Reese Johnson hit Judd Pinkston on a short little screen pass, and Pinkston did the rest. 82-yard touchdown to make it 17-7 to at that point, and then on the very next possession, FEM would fumble the exchange, and Robinson would recover, knocking on the door of the red zone already, but FEM's defense dug in and forced a turnover on downs. FEM would get on the board twice more in the second half. Gage Gillum connected on a short two-yard pass to Colton Webb, and Dunstan would get his second touchdown on the night to make it a final 31-7. Gage Gillum looked very impressive in a start number one of his high school varsity career. We saw the running ability that Coach Hefner and everyone talked about and had a couple of nice passes as well, one deep ball to Andrew Lotz, and Gillum would finish with one touchdown pass through the air and one on the ground as well. 
This week, though, FEM comes home for the first time of this season to Claustrum Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. It is senior night tonight, and Mount Carmel is the team that is awaiting them in their home opener. The Aces, they're coming off a week one loss to Gibson Southern out of Indiana, 21-14. Mount Carmel actually started out the game great on their first two possessions. They scored, but then didn't find the end zone the rest of the game and their late comeback attempt would fall short after an interception. One player you will be hearing a lot about tonight is their quarterback, Blaine Sisson, who has committed to a Southern Illinois Carbondale to play football. He's a force throwing the ball. He can rush it, so you got to be careful of him taking off and running. And he also plays cornerback on defense as well. Don't sleep on him as well. He could have a pick six or two. And even showed off his catching ability last week. He caught a pass. Entering the season, he had 78 total touchdowns in his career, entering his senior season this year. And on the hardwood, he can also dunk a basketball. Point is, he's just a freak athlete. So he is one person that FEM is going to have to keep in check if they're going to want to win tonight. The Aces are a very senior-laden group, but FEM does have the size advantage being a 4A school. Mount Carmel only being a 3A school, but hey, they have Sisson back there, a quarterback, so they have a real shot here. And FEM could come out and make a statement by picking up a win in as many weeks and go 2-0. and And a kickoff back to normal here in just a little bit. So I will throw it back to you, Eric. Thanks very much, Travis. Looking forward to that game in Effingham tonight. Now, let's look at the South Central Conference. And for that, we go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome as we get ready for week number two in the high school football season and in the South Central Conference. Well, it was definitely a mess of a week in week one. The weather causing all kinds of problems. Some teams delayed their games until Saturday. The Vandals were one of the teams that played on Friday night. It was an 8 o'clock start at Pena in week one on Friday night for the Vandals. At 8.36, there was a lightning delay that lasted an hour and 16 minutes, so the game did not end until 11.54 p.m almost midnight almost got into Saturday morning with the game it was not a great one for the Vandals they fell behind and trailed at one point in the second half 33 to 13 the Vandals made a strong comeback got a touchdown then an onside kick and were able to get a touchdown to cut it down to a 39-34 deficit Andrew Kelly from the pistol takes a snap drops back looking he's going deep he's got a man it's Landon Christian On the next drive for Pena, they were facing a third and eight from their own 34, but they converted and converted big time and then ended up getting one more touchdown, and they beat the Vandals 46-34 to in week number one of the season. It is the third time that the Vandals and Pena have met in week one, and so far the home team has taken all of the games. Pena with a 2-1 advantage in that situation so far. This week, a little bit better week when it comes to practice for sure, and the game time should be the same as as well down to the seven o'clock and get the game in normally vandals coach jason clay said there were several things that they worked on this week to get ready for week number two it's trying to be a little more sound in, in coverages obviously we had some mistakes and um you know it's, it's hard when people are running play action and um and they're they're running the football um fairly well at times and so you know kids are trying to make plays and just got to get back to following some of our some of our basic rules and so we've kind of roughed those things, and that's one thing that obviously as people see you're 
deficiencies on film, they're going to attack that, so you need to get them shored up. And then, you know, offensively, there were a couple different blocking things that um, where we need to we need to block things a little bit better and a little more correctly. Um, you know, and then also just trying to look at our, our passing game. And, and uh, you know, like I said, last week on the radio, we talked about a little bit higher completion percentage. You know, uh, we made some big plays through the air, but um, I'd like to see us complete a little higher rate and, Vandals opponent in week number two will be the Staunton Bulldogs. Staunton lost to the Greenville Comets 41 to nothing on Saturday in a game that was scheduled to be at Staunton but then got moved to the turf at Greenville and the Comets came away with a shutout victory. Staunton coach Austin Scherfe says he is hoping for a much better week this week after a much more normal week of practice. We co-op with Bunker Hill so kind of the issue for us was I know some of the teams practice in the morning, but for us, uh, you know, that means I'm asking kids from Bunker Hill to get up super early and drive over. So we were actually stuck in the gym almost all week, like I'm sure some teams around us were. But I feel like uh, when we kind of got out on the field, we almost forgot how big the football field was. And, uh, you know, we fumbled that opening kickoff and just kind of piled it on to all the changes that happened to us last week. So I'm hoping back to consistency this week we get a a, basically a brand new team to come out this week so it'll be the vandals and the staunton bulldogs both teams at zero and one on the season game time seven o'clock at mark greer field we'll have the broadcast for you on 1071 fm wkrv available streaming at vandaliaradio.com and on the vandalia radio app looking around the rest of the south central conference in week two the gillespie miners zero and one on the year they will be at verdon to take on the north mac panthers they're also zero and one on the season big matchup at john stout field in greenville for tonight hillsborough one and oh and coming off a big win in week one will take on the Greenville Comets, also coming off a big win in week number one as they'll play tonight in Greenville. Litchfield's 0-1 on the season. They'll be at Southwestern to take on the 1-0 Piasol Birds tonight. Another matchup of 1-0s tonight. It'll be Pena at Carlinville. Pena 1-0, Carlinville also 1-0 on the season. So it'll be the Staunton Bulldogs at the Vandals tonight. Gillespie at North Mac, Hillsboro at Greenville. Litchfield will be at Southwestern, and Pena will be at Carlinville. That's a look at week number two in the South Central Conference. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thank you very much, Todd. Now let's look at what other games are going on around the area. In other Apollo Conference action, Muhammad will try to get their first win of the season as they host 1-0 Highland. It'll be 1-0 Mount Zion. They're going to host 1-1 Troy Triad. And 0-1 Robinson will try to get their first win as they travel to 1-0 Taylorville. In other Lincoln Prairie Conference action, 1-0 Arcola will head to 1-0 Sullivan in what should be a good game. 0-1 Nokomis will host 0-1 Argenta. And 0-1 Ville Grove will travel to 1-0 Arthur Lovington Atwood Hammond. And finally, in Little Illini Conference action for the week, 1-0 Casey will host 0-1 Oblong. It'll be 0-1 Marshall as they will travel to 0-1 Central A&M. Newton will try to get their first win of the season as they travel to 1-0 Paxton Buckley Loda. And finally, 0-1 Red Hill will travel to 1-0 Lawrenceville. Well, that will wrap up the Cromwell Media Group pregame show for week number two. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, I am Eric Fry saying thanks for listening. Enjoy all the great weather tonight. Now let's head to the booth as we are just moments away from kickoff for your game tonight. 
And now, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM present. Pontius takes the snap, play action pass. He's looking to throw, loads up, and it's going to be caught. 39 from Estrada goes into the touchdown. He'll hand off to West North. Just back up the middle. He's got room to run. And he's in. Touchdown. First on fourth down and three. Pontius under center. Snap, and it's a play action pass. Looking to go across the middle. He's wide open, and it's caught for a touchdown. Estrada. 41 yards, and that puts uh, the Hearts on top now, 13-0. Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. Mer's heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. A pleasant good evening to you, everyone, and a welcome to Clock from the Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. And it is time for a flaming heart of football here, and it is Effingham versus Mount Carmel for week number two here in the IHSA football season. And this is Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, and we'll be here calling all the action 
tonight here on Heart, the home of Hearts Football, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online, FM Radio. Dot com and on the FM radio app as well. Coming in to this one, let's take a look at how both teams have got here to week number two as FEM comes back home here at 1-0. And they were impressive last week against Robinson. And they won that one 31-2-7 was the final score. And Mount Carmel, they come in at 0-1 on the season. And they fell 21-14 against Gibson Southern. And they're out of Indiana there, so Mount Carmel looking for a little bit of redemption from week one, and FEM looking to make a statement and start off the season at 2-0 and in this one. So, uh, you know, FEM trying to go 2-0, and Mount Carmel searching for a win at number one as well, and a name that you'll hear quite a lot, as you heard there in the pregame show, is Mr. Blaine Sisson, as he's the quarterback for Mount Carmel, as he's committed to Southern Illinois Carbondale to play football. He has a nice deep ball. He can also take off and run, and also he can catch as well as he showed last week. He made two catches last week on a couple of trick plays to try to get something going for Mount Carmel because they had the first two possessions of the game and they got touchdowns, but then they didn't get anything else after that. They had some turnovers offensively, and they also had a couple of interceptions as well from Sisson, and he's definitely going to be the guy for FEM to key on tonight and we know how great the front seven is for Effingham, so we'll have to see what happens when they get pressure on them because Sisson can take off and run here tonight. So that's going to be the all-important matchup of trying to keep this talented quarterback in check. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely is trying to keep a talented quarterback like Sisson in, in check, but I think the, uh, the Hearts front seven or, or defensive line is up, is up, to, the, up to the task. And I, you know, but, uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how it plays out here tonight, but the yeah, it's definitely uh, FEM's first. Uh, obviously, excuse me. Obviously, their first home game, home game of the season, is really their first uh, first challenge challenge of the season against uh, against Mount Carmel, a team that's always always notoriously tough in, the, in in football. I know they've been to state championship games a few times uh, in, in things like that, so they've always been always been great at football. And uh, this year, this year is no different with the uh, system. You know, going to play. Uh, Going to the FCS division, you know, at next year and play play for Carbondale. So definitely, he's very talented and surely got some other talented players on on both sides of the ball. As does as does Effingham as they uh, hopefully you know look to improve their record to two and zero and get get a win here on their their first home game of the season here tonight. And also, they celebrated senior night here tonight at Clarkson Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. Thirteen seniors, football seniors, were honored here before the game, doing it a little bit differently this year. First game of the season is a senior night, so uh, that's also important, too, to get a win on a senior night and come out here and uh, make a statement here in this one. Quickly, let's take a look at the uh, starting lineups here for this uh, contest, and uh, they are going to be brought to you by the starting lineup weekdays from 11 to noon over on 98.9, the uh, game with myself and Eric Fry over there every weekday for an hour and on the podcast as well. Offensively for FEM, they have a quarterback, Gage Gillum. He's a 6'4", senior, was very impressive in his first start last week against Robinson. He threw a nice deep ball, one connection to a lot and uh, missed on a couple of others, but uh, we saw his running ability on display last week, and so 
I thought he was very good in week one. Also, the running back, number seven, Weldon Dunstan, he found the end zone twice on the ground. He's a six-foot junior. Number 83, Hunter Reed is the fullback. He's a 6'2 senior. Wide receiver, Andrew Watts. He wears number 11, and he's a 6'4 senior. Other wide receivers, number three, Cam Arad, is a 6'0 senior. And also a tight end is 81, Colton Webb. He caught a touchdown from Gillum last week from two yards out. He's a 6'1 junior. And also they use Brody Belcher as well. Uh, in the receiving corps as well. He's a 6'1", a junior. On the offensive line, uh, Hearts were a little banged up out of that position coming into the season, but good news, the center, Brady Storsom, who did not play last week, he is in for tonight's game, so he'll be snapping the football to uh, Gage Gillum, and they just kind of had to put a little duct tape on it last week and uh, had to survive one week without Brady, but he's back in the uh, lineup. And starting at right tackle is number 76, Seton Hall. He's a six-foot junior. At right guard, it's 51, Max Maddox Burner. He's a six-one senior. Left guard is Landon Wallace. He's a six-one junior. And at left tackle, number 60, uh, Carson McBride. He's a six-one junior as well. Defensively, 04, Mount Carmel. They have defensive end number 59, Donald Dowling. He's a six-foot senior. Defensive tackle, number 76, Wyatt Aluka. He's a six-foot senior. And number 60, Matthew Jackson is a six-foot senior. Linebacker, number 20, Preston Will, six-one senior. Linebacker, number 26, Trenton Cashburn. He's a six-one senior. And also Asher Knight is a 5'11 senior starting a linebacker as well. And another linebacker position is number five, Elliot Ackery. He's a six-foot sophomore. And the defensive backfield is number nine, Andrew Mentoni. He's a 5'11 junior. Number two, Blaine Sisson, that's the guy you want to look out for on the offensive end. Well, he's also impressive on the cornerback position as well. He's been known to take a couple of pick sixes back for touchdowns as well. And number six, Anthony Peach, he's a 5'8 senior. And number seven, Andrew Gillahan, he's a six-foot senior as well. Looking on the defensive side of things for uh, for FEM, number 44, Mike Love is at defensive end, 6'1 junior. Defensive tackle number 99, Charlie Ring, is a six-foot senior. Number 75, Eli Mindendorf, six-one senior at the other defensive tackle position. Defensive end is a Caden Metzner. He's a six-two a junior. At linebackers, it's Spencer Fox, a six-one senior, and a number 24, Caden Coverline, a six-foot junior. As he played fullback last year, he switched over to the linebacker position this year. And a defensive back, so we have a lot of them. Number three, Cameron Raddus, is a six-foot senior. Number four, Wade Busher. He's a six-foot sophomore. He got an interception on uh, Robinson's first drive of the game after that long punt, fake punt by Robinson. They eventually turned it over, and it was Wade who got the interception. Number 35, Zach Donaldson is also in uh, the defensive backfield, 6'1", senior. Number 84, Logan Kessler is a 6'3", senior. And a number two, a Jacob Weaver is a 5'9", senior as well. Offensively, a four Mount Carmel. The quarterback, of course, is Blaine Sisson, a 6'2", a senior. He's been doing things since he was a uh, sophomore, over 78 touchdowns in his uh, high school career already. Pretty impressive numbers there. Number 22, Asher Knight, a 5'11", senior. Number 8, Quad Knepp, 5'11", senior. Number 6, Anthony Peach. Number 7, Andrew Gillahan. Number 26 is another receiver, Trent Cashburn. At the tackle position, we got Matthew Jackson and Connor Shelby. Connor Shelby, six foot four, as a senior, two hundred and seventy pounds. At the guard positions is Grayson Tinsley. He's a five seven senior, and a number sixty three, Reed Stinson, is a six foot junior. 
And at center is Eric Ackery, is a 6'3", a senior, and he weighs 230 pounds. As the FEM crowd rises to their feet with the arrival of uh, the FEM Hearts out of the locker room, and they'll about ready to run out of the tunnel here for the first time. Always special to run out on your senior season for the first time on the home turf of Washington Field here at Washington Saving Big Stadium. And it's a little warm tonight as it won't be warm when the sun goes down. It can go down any time here on the home side. Here we're just staring right into it. But, hey, we're kicking off at 7 o'clock, so that means that is a good thing. No weather to worry about and delaying the kickoff of this game. I know around the area everywhere was delayed until 8 o'clock, and then we're fortunate enough to get the game in last week as a lot of the other area games actually got to start. But then the uh, lightning and storms happened, and then they had to be delayed until Saturday. But luckily, FEMA and Robinson, there was some lightning in the area. But the referees must have just kind of put their head down and didn't realize it. But, hey, we got the game in, and that's all that matters. And FEM came home with the uh, W right before the uh, storm hit uh, there. As for the uh, coin toss this evening, FEM won the, co- won the coin toss and deferred to the second half. That means Mount Carmel will be starting off with the football first. And that means we're going to see Blaine Sisson here in just a, a few minutes as he'll lead this Aces squad out on the field. And they're very senior-laden squad as well. They're expecting good things. They got bounced in the second round last year. They're looking for more, and I know FEM's looking for more as well. So this one really should be a good contest, even though Mount Carmel's like a 3A school and FEM's a 4A. But Mount Carmel is a pretty good 3A school at that. That that they are. They are a very good very good uh, 3A school in football, just a very all-around all around school for, for sports. They're always there, football, basketball, baseball, uh, what, what have you. Uh, I know uh, step away from, from football just for a second, but uh, Mount Carmel, uh, I'm sure some of you are probably familiar with uh, the great, great Tyra Bus. She's from, uh, she's from uh, Mount Carmel, and I, I was fortunate enough to watch her. I only watched her play once, but she, she was definitely worked. Definitely worth, Definitely worth remembering. Definitely worth remembering and mentioning. So, uh, but anyway, Mount Carmel is just uh, it's great, great at uh, great at everything, and uh, it, it's, it's going to be a great, great matchup here tonight, especially with uh, you know the quarterback is talented, as talented assistant as we get ready to kick off here. Yep, Stefan will be kicking off for FEM. He made a field goal last week to get the Hearts on the board first. And uh, Sisson will be back to receive the uh, kickoff as well as Gillahan as well. And we're underway for week number two, and that's going to be Sisson who's going to catch the ball inside the five-yard line. And he's looking for blockers, and he's tripped up just as he crosses the 15-yard line. And that's where Mark Carmel will start off first with the football. Yeah, Sisson was looking looking for a little bit more there, but he was just tripped up there uh, about the 15, 16-yard line there. So that's where Mount Carmel's going to start off with their uh, – their first possession of of the evening. Uh, I'm just looking look at some stuff up here on the IHSA.org about the Mount Carmel. Looks like I do have one uh, first place in uh, one championship in football, 81-82 season, and they finished second, one, two, three. Looks like four four second place finishes for uh, the aces of Mount Carmel. So yeah, they're a uh, dynasty. Assistant will hand off to a night to the first play of the game and. He may not have even got back to the line of scrimmage as the Hearts defense get in the backfield and swarm him and bring him down. 
That was Zach Donaldson was the one of the guys back there to blow that play up and make the tackle, and that's actually going to be a loss of two on the first play of the game for Mount Carmel. Nice job there by the Hearts, Hearts defense, not allowing Knight, Knight to go anywhere, so let's see what uh, what happens here on second down. Sisson in the shotgun. He's looking to throw, and he's looking to throw it down the middle, and it's going to be a sliding catch, and that's going to be a complete at nearly the 35-yard line. So that's a, a big pass play there, and that's a gain of about 21 yards right there. That was, that was a nice pass play there by uh, by Sisson and that was, Gillahan. I was going to say Gillahan with the catch. So it'll be first down and 10 for Sisson and Mount Carmel as they'll be in the shotgun once again. And Sisson takes the snap, and he's going to hand off to a Gillahan on the sweep. He's over on the far sideline trying to turn the corner. He's got the corner, and he's got midfield. And that's going to be a uh, finally a tackled out of bounds. But he's going to be just shy of midfield. That's another First down for Mount Carmel. And they're going to put out the 49. So gain about 14 yards there. Was a nice run nice run there by Gillahan, able to get get out to the outside and towards the, the Mount Carmel home, uh, home sideline there. The ball will be uh, spotted just shy of midfield for Mount Carmel. And assistant will take the snap in the shotgun once again. Sends a man in motion. He takes the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff. Assistant will keep it. And he tries to stiff arm one guy, but then Charlie Reen comes in and cleans it up as it was Mindendorf who did just enough to slow him down. And Charlie Ring brung him down. And I don't think he got back to the line of scrimmage. He may have even lost a couple of yards. They're going to say it is a loss of two. Yeah, nice job. Nice job there by the FEM defense so far. Mount Carmel able to do anything on the running game straight up the middle so far. Sisson will be in the shotgun once again. He fakes it, and he's going to roll out here to the left side, and he's getting pressured. He's trying to step up in the pocket. He evades the pressure, and he's going to be going to throw it across the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. So he was nearly sacked there and just had to throw it away to someone in the middle, and it was incomplete, and that will bring up third down. Looks like looks like that pass was to Quaid. Uh, Quaid Campy looks like it was. Uh, looks like uh, that pass was uh, incomplete to for Mount Carmel. And so it'll be a third down and twelve from the Mount Carmel forty-seven, ten, fifteen, or ten sixteen to go in the first quarter. We're just underway here at FEM. This one will be in the shotgun for the Aces. He takes the snap. He's looking to throw, and he throws towards the far sideline, and it's going to be incomplete as he caught it. But I think he was out of bounds. Me like, it looks to me like it was tipped, maybe. Or he might have caught it and then it out of bounds. The sun is really making it difficult <laughs> to uh, see the plays over there. And either way, it was an incomplete pass, and Mount Carmel might have to punt it away here on 4th and 12. Yeah, you're right. Either way, it was an incomplete pass. Kind of looked like a jump ball to me. But uh, either way, it looks like Mount Carmel is going to punt it away here on 4th and 12. And Zach Donaldson will be back to receive the punt. I think that's Sisson going to be booting it away, and he does. And a little high punt, and Donaldson's just going to get away from it as it was short, and it's going to be spotted at the 30-yard line. So, wow. Carmel gained a couple of first downs, but then nothing else doing, and they had to punt it away there. And Effingham will take over at their own 30-yard line, first down and 10 on their first possession. 
nice job, nice job again by the FEM defense. Uh, defense getting, they did allow a couple first downs from Mount Carmel, but ultimately they uh, had had to punt away. So let's see what the offense does here on their, their first time out in their uh, first home game here of, of this. 2023 season. Gillamoli up under center. He will take the snap eye formation and he'll hand off to a Dunstan right side and he's not going to get very far as he may have gotten one or two yards but not really anything doing there this time around for Dunstan. They do give him a two yard gain on that one so it'll be second and eight. Yeah not much uh, not much happening there on that play for, for Dunstan. He tried to Go up the middle and bounce it outside there, but uh, still nothing doing. Gillum will be up under center in the I formation. Again, two receivers split out there on the left side. And Gillum will take the snap, and he'll turn and hand off to Dunstan again on that right side, trying to cut it back to the middle again, and he's tripped up by the offensive line. And that's going to be maybe back to the line of scrimmage, but that's about it. Actually, they're going to say he uh, – Gain the three yards, so it'll be a third down and five. Coming up on nine minutes to go here in the opening quarter, so the Hearts get the ball for it, get the ball here on their first possession, and they face a quick third down. Yeah, see if they can work this in the first down and keep keep this drive alive here. Gillum in the shotgun, two receivers split out there on the far side. Gillum will take the snap and he'll roll out to that left side, looking to throw, but here comes the rush and he. Swings it downfield, and it's going to be incomplete. I don't think that I had a chance for anyone to catch it over there. And so that will bring up fourth down. And so FEM will send out the uh, punting unit. So it looks like to be a three and out for the Hearts. Definitely not to start. Uh, FEM won it, but nothing nothing doing on, on that on that drive here, on that drive there. So we'll just... Uh... Turn it away. And Stefton is actually out to punt it away. And Stefton gets the punt away, and it's a high punt, and it's down the middle, and they're going to receive it, but they're not going to actually, they're going to let it roll. And FEM gets wow. a kind of bounce on this curve. It's going to go all the way back to the nine yard line. So Mount Carmel faked me out, and I thought they were going to catch it. And, uh, that was a 57-yard punt there by Stefton. Saw Weaver handle the duties last week, but Stefton with the leg making the field goal and punting it away there. Yeah, definitely. definitely doing it all. Yeah, doing it all for sure. And definitely FEM got the nice the, the nice roll there to get it down the, down to the nine-yard line. Yeah, he spotted it at the nine. And Stefton can also score goals on the soccer pitch as well. So he can do everything. We've got an FEM player down. Yeah, it's behind the play there. And it looks like it is Cameron Raditz is the man down here on the turf over here. So... Everyone was kind of paying attention to the line of scrimmage down here, and Raditz went down kind of closer to the where the punt was. And so he'll get up and maybe just uh, cramp and walk it off. He's up under his own power. And trainer Troy will help him to the sidelines there. And a lot will come out and give him some help as well. 
So Mount Carmel, the Aces will take over on a first down and 10 at their own a nine-yard line, 8.27 to go here in the opening quarter. As they got a couple first downs on their first possession, but it was ended up with a punt. Tiffin will be in of the shotgun. Got two receivers out here to the near side. Tiffin takes the snap of the shotgun. It's going to be a toss to a Knight. He's trying to bounce it outside, and he tries to cut it back up the middle, and he's tackled by the heart as he gets just past the 15-yard line there. Wade Busher and Donaldson in on the tackle. That was a gain of seven on the carry. That was a, that was a nice, uh, nice bounce to the outside there for uh, Mount Carmel for for Knight. That gives him five five rushing yards. I know it was a seven yard gain, but he had a loss for two on his first first series there. This one will take the snap in the shotgun again, and he's looking to throw, looking to throw over there on the far sideline, and it's going to be incomplete. As he's open, open for a little bit, but this falls incomplete. And so that'll be third down and three quickly. Now for the Aces. Looks like that pass was the Jack Webb there on that, uh, that incompletion there from Mount Carmel. And the assistant will take the snap in the shotgun again. Knight lines up to his right side. Sisson takes a snap. He's looking over to that right side. And he looks to dump it short, and it's going to be nearly complete. Or did he catch it? He caught it. And that's Gillahan with the reception, and uh, that's going to be a first down for Mount Carmel. Overline there on the stop, but unfortunately, it's now the way down to the 35, so good game there. Yeah, about 19 yard catch there. Yeah, about the uh, about 19 yard. Yeah, that'd be correct. 19 yard. Distant takes a snap and a shotgun. He throws here to the near side, and it's going to be just out of the reach of the receiver, just off his fingertips. And Zach Webb's there, the intended target for Mount Carmel. That's the second time uh, Sissons uh, went after Webb, and both both times have been. Uh, been in, in completion, but I'm sure they'll uh, they'll keep trying to get that connection connection to work. As uh, Mount Carmel has uh, second and ten, second and ten on their uh, 35 yard line. 7:22 to go here in the opening quarter. Still no score. Sisson will be into the shotgun. Three wide receivers over there on the right side, and Sisson is going to fake it, and he's going to run it right up the middle on a quarterback draw, and he's going to get it over the 35 yard line, and he's going to be stopped right there. So he tried to get loose, but it ended up being only a two-yard gain on that QB draw by Sisson. Yeah, I thought I thought he gained a little bit more than the, those two yards there, but obviously not. And uh, FPM defensive line doing a nice job again, not, not allowing him to gain uh, too many yards there. And let's see if they can hold him here again on the third and eight, the six fifty left to go here in the first quarter. At their own thirty-seven-yard line, Sisson will be in of the shotgun. He got a receiver out here to the. Near side, and Sisson is looking at that way. He's going to pass it. He loads up and throws, and it's going to be incomplete. Just chucks it near the middle of the field. Not sure who it was intended for, and it was going to be incomplete. Pass was intended for number 26, Trent Casper. Just looked like it was just it was it was too high, maybe off off to the left a little bit. So that brings up uh, fourth and eight for 
for Mount Carmel. You think they would uh, they punt here? It looks like that's what they're going to do, but I never know about the say. Again, they picked up a couple first downs on their first drive, nothing doing, and a first down on this one, and then nothing doing after that. And assistant lineup to punt, and he gets it away. This was a lot better punt than the first time. They, uh, Donaldson lets it bounce up a 30, and it's going to take, take a nice Mount Carmel roll, and it's going to roll all the way to about the 10-yard line before it stops right there. So FEM will be backed up into their own territory. Six-play drive, but nothing doing. Just a punt, so three straight punts by both teams. Yeah, not much. Not neither team able to get much going uh, offensively here so so far. Let's see if Effingham can can change that on their uh, second second drive of the game here as they start from their own uh, own ten yard line and uh, see what happens. So it'll be Gillum under center, eye formation, receiver split out on each side. Gillum will take the snap. He'll turn and he'll fake it, looking to throw it to that near sideline. It's dropped. Oh, Reed had some open space, but it was just incomplete. Yeah, no, definitely under Reed mm. had, had some open open space, and it almost looked like there, Travis. Uh, he he uh, he looked downfield before before he caught the ball. So, I think so yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what happens a lot at at, at at any level, either high school. College or the pros, but uh, definitely got to catch that ball first before you can think about gaining those extra yardage, and that's what happened there. So it'll be second down and a 10 from their own 10 yard line, and Gilman will be in the shotgun this time. Dunstan is just to his left, takes the snap, and he's going to hand off to Dunstan. Nope, Gilman's going to keep it, and he's surrounded by three aces defenders, and he tries to get as much as he could, and uh, that's going to be maybe a gain of one or two, but that's about it. They're actually going to. Bottom a three-yard gain there. Nice little, nice little run there by by Gillum, but it does uh, bring up again to where they were the last drive. Was quick, yeah, uh, quick long uh, third down, third and seven here on their own fourteen-yard line. Gillum into the shotgun, and he's got Weaver right to his left. He'll take the snap, and he's going to fake it to uh, Dunson again, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get lost the ball. But it incomplete, and again, the Hearts will have to send out their punting unit. Punters getting a workout here tonight. Yeah, punters for sure for, for both <laughs> teams are showing their legs, and I mean, so far they're both both uh, both kickers have have some great legs, and the the turf's helping them out. You know, oh, team yeah. getting them getting them deep in each other's territory. So we'll see if Stephen can do it again. So. It'll be Peach, one of the men back there, to receive this one. And the play is going to be a whistle to dead before Stefan got that one off. So we'll see what this one was about. And they're going to get encroachment on Mount Carmel. So it's a five-yard penalty, not quite enough to pick up a first down, but it'll bring up fourth and two. That's uh, Mount Carmel's first penalty of the game. That's the first penalty of the game, uh, period. Replay fourth down here. Yep, so Stefan will be back and redoing it again. Peach is one of the guys back there to receive it. They're not back very far. High oh. snap, and it's going to go into the end zone, and Stefan is just going to try to kick it away, and he did an amazing job just to get it out of there. And Mount Carmel is going to pick it up, and they're going to run with it, and they're going to be stopped at about the 10-yard line. So, wow, what wow. a crazy play that was. It went over Stefan's head. He went into the end zone. 
and ended up kicking it away, and Mount Carmel scooped it up, and they almost scored on the return. They're inside the 10-yard line to begin this one. So, Dustin did a good job of kicking it away, but. No, he did. He did. Unfortunately, it was just a short, a short high yeah. kick that uh, Mount Carmel has a ball. At the, wow, nine-yard line. At the nine-yard line, and uh, a great, great opportunity to score, but Stefan did a great job of kicking that ball away and, and getting it before, you know, it could have been a, a touchdown or uh, for Mount Carmel. So. Yeah, it'll be first in goal here at the nine for Mount Carmel. And assistant will be in of the shotgun. He takes a snap. He's going to roll it here to the left side. All, he's going to run all the way. He tries to turn the corner, and he's going to be just shy of the end zone. He maybe got to the five-yard line. But that was a designed run all the way, and that'll bring up second and goal. Yeah, we'll call it a six-yard line. So that was a gain of about three there. Yep. So second and goal at the six. 5.23 to go here in the opening quarter, but Mount Carmel on the doorstep here. And assistant will be in the shotgun. This and takes the snap, and he's going to hand off tonight, and he's going to make you met and smacked right there in the backfield. That was Donaldson who came in in the backfield and stopped the night's progress, and so that's going to bring up third and goal. So that's going to be third and goal, and we're here under five minutes now in the opening quarter. That was a nice job there by, by Donaldson just to meet Knight right there at the, at the line of scrimmage for – it looks like it was a loss of two there. They're about to ball back at eight. Yeah, so loss of two. Sisson will be in the shotgun. He takes the snap, and there's whistles before the play can develop. And they're going to get a penalty on Mount Carmel. And so that's going to be a false start. And uh, so that's going to be a, a false start and a backup of Mount Carmel. And uh, so that's going to back them up all the way to the 15-yard line. On Carmel's second second penalty of the night, five yard penalty, and so Sisson will be into the shotgun. Three receivers split out to the right. Takes the snap. He looks to that way and he rolls out. And he's looking downfield and he slings it towards the end zone and it's going to be dropped incomplete. What are they going to say? He caught well, it. He didn't have possession. He caught it and then he immediately dropped it. They're going to say he didn't have possession. Mount Carmel thinks it's a touchdown. Uh, Gillahan wanted the touchdown there. I don't think he had full control of it. He I definitely caught it. I don't either. Yeah, I, no. For I, just I, half a second. Yeah. And they're gonna say it was incomplete. So that'll bring up fourth and goal. Gillahan had it in his hands, and he just immediately got out of his hands, and they called it incomplete. This and. We'll be in the shotgun again here on fourth and goal. Sisson takes a snap, and it's going to be incomplete. They're trying to hit pass on that right side, and the Hearts defense holds strong. Now Carmel started at the nine, and it's four and out. Turnover on down, so good job by that Hearts defense to stop them there. No points for Mount Carmel. That was a great, that was a great job by the Hearts defense to stop them there after where Mark, Mount Carmel uh, had, had the ball from, but on that last on that last fourth down for Mount Carmel, it was they're looking for uh, Gill. System was looking for Gillahan again. It looks like it was just a mi- miscommunication because 
Gillahan was running kind of a cross route and the assistant threw, threw it behind him. So I think there's a miscommunication there on where Sisson wanted him to be. Gillen will take the snap under center, and it's a first down and 10 at the 10-yard line. And it will be a gain of about one there. So it'll be a gain of about two yards there. As it'll bring up second and eight. And someone's helmet came off, so they're going to have to run out for a play. That's an FEM player that has his helmet off. And like that was uh, Landon Wallace. Yeah, so he's going to have to take a play off. And finally, we get our wish, the sun going down the trees over there on the interstate so broadcasters can breathe a sigh of relief I can now see. <laughs> no, that is that is right. That's uh so sun can be a good thing, but not when it's in your eyes trying to broadcast a football game like we are. So. Transition from sunglasses to regular glasses now. As it'll be a Gillum under center. Second down, A and eight. Ball at the 15. Gillum takes the snap, and he's going to be flushed out of the pocket, and he connects on Reed this time. He's got the first down after he leaps over a defender, and so a nice little connection there. Picks up the first down, gaining about 10 yards, and Effingham. Nice play right there, and it'll bring up first and 10. That was a nice. That was a nice pickup there. Of uh, looks like uh, looks like they're going to give him nine nine yards if they get they get the first down and. Uh, that Gillum to reconnection worked uh, worked this time after it didn't work the, the last drive. So first and ten of four, FEM Gillum up under center. He'll take the snap and he'll hand off to a Dunson looking for room to run the right side, but he's going to be stopped momentarily just shy of the 30-yard uh, line, so that may be a gain of about four before he stopped. And actually gave him five yards, so Asher Kite there with the tackle. Now they put it second and six. So it'll be 250 here in the opening quarter. No score as of yet. And Gillum takes the snap under center, and he'll hand off to a Dunson, this time on the right side. He's trying to score it free, but gets a few yards. He'll be just shy of the first down a marker. So that'll bring up third and short. Third about long two or maybe three. They're going to say two. Asher Kai there on the stop again. And upon a 2 of 20 in the opening quarter ball at their own 32-yard line for the Hearts. Dylan will go up in their center. Two receivers split out, one on each side. Gillum will take the snap, and he'll hand off to a Dunston over on the left side, and he got just enough, just to the 35, and so that's going to be a gain of three. And a first down for Effingham. Nice job there by by Dunstan. Just like you said, Travis, get just enough to get the get the first down, keep the drive going, keep the keep the the chains moving. Um, Effingham just kind of kind of doing what they did last week at Robinson, kind of just chip, chipping away and let, letting the ground game do the work. Which there's uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but uh, we'll see if they continue that or move on to something else. So Dun or uh, Gillum will go up on our center. And Gillen takes the snap, and it's going to be a play-action pass. Fires it to lots. It's incomplete. And actually, that is not a lot. That is Belcher. Belcher 
was the intended receiver, but Jalen trying to sling it, but ball's incomplete. So it'll bring up second down and 10 of the 35. Minute 36 to go in the opening quarter. And it looks like Gillum will be out in the shotgun this time, and there's going to be a penalty flag on FEM. Might have been too many players in the huddle as there was a FEM. So FEM got the timeout. So uh, Coach Hefner saw that there were too many people on the field, and he just had to call a timeout. So he burns the timeout. We'll burn our first timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. So, Effingham, before the flag was thrown there, Coach Hefner saw there were going to be too many men on the field and a little bit of confusion there for the Hearts. And so they call their first timeout of the game with a minute 36 remaining in the first quarter. Got everyone lined up right. Gillum will be into the shotgun. Two receivers out here to the right side. As Gillum takes the snap, and he is going to keep it. He's trying to go straight up the middle. Gets it past the 35-yard line, but there was a lot of traffic in there. So that still might be a gain of about one there. Maybe. It is. They give him one. Give so him one yard on that. It'll be yeah. third down and nine. Neither, neither team uh, so far tonight has had really any luck going running the ball straight straight up no. the middle. Yeah, both defensive lines are tough to run against, I guess. Yes, Under a minute to go, third and nine. Gillum in the shotgun once again. Two receivers again out here to the near side. Gillum looking to throw. He throws it high, but Watts comes down with it. He's at midfield now, and he's brought down. And that's going to be a good game, gainer there up to the midfield. And uh, it's going to be a gain of 14. And that'll be a first down for Effingham. Yeah, that was a nice uh, that was a nice pass, a nice catch there by Lots. He kind of got hit high, kind of towards yeah. the chest, chest head area there and on the hip. But uh, I think he's okay, so we'll play on. First down and 10 of 4 Effingham right at midfield. Gillum takes the snap, and he'll turn and hand off to uh, Dunstan. He tries to... Squirt through the middle, but keeps pushing, pushing away, and that might even be a gain of about five yards there. As keep those legs moving, keep those blocks going, and I think Coach Hefner out there at midfield maybe just let the clock bleed down, and uh, so I think they will, and so that'll do it for the uh, first quarter, and uh, so FEM converts on a third down, and now... Start the second quarter. They'll be second down in five. That'll do it for one quarter of play. We're scoreless here between FEM and Mount Carmel. We'll be back in one minute for the second quarter. You're listening to FEM Flaming Heart Football on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. 
the Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at New Acosturan Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. Start of the second quarter. Nobody got on the board there, so we're tied at zero. Second down at five for Effingham. Gillum will be under center, and it'll turn and hand off to Dunstan, and he gets it over the 45-yard line. So... Gain of about one there. So that'll bring up third and about four for the heart. Yeah, not much. Not much doing. Like I said, neither team been able to really run it very well up, up the middle. Both defenses, defensive lines have been, been tough uh, up the middle for, for running the ball a, a few a few yards on the outside, so really, really nothing much uh, running running the ball tonight for either team very well. Gillum will be up under, or up under center taking the snap, and he'll turn and he'll roll out of the pocket. The pass is complete to Reed again, and he's going to be just shy of the 40-yard line, and he's tackled before he can make it out of bounds. And that'll be just shy of the marker, and so that'll bring up fourth and one. At the 41-yard line, and I think Effiem, with no hesitation, is lining up to go for this in the I formation. Gillum will go up under center. We'll see if they actually snap it, and they do, and he pushes forward, gets a nice push forward, and that's going to be a first down for Effiem. So Gillum just took the snap and went straight forward and gets it to the 37. So a gain of four on the sneak. Nice, nice QB sneak there, and like you said, a nice push there by, by Effingham. and Gage Gillum, and they will get the first down and keep the drive going. Gillum will take the snap in our center again, he'll hand off to a Dunstan, and he's trying to find some room to run, and he's going to have to fall forward, and he's going to gain about two yards before he's swallowed up by the Mount Carmel defensive line. And so that's going to be a gain of another one, maybe two yards. They give him two yards, and so I'll bring up second and eight. Yeah, again, like I said, not much, not much happening uh, up the middle as far as running the ball for for Effingham or or either team here tonight. But uh, they they slowly chip away at the yardage. So I mean, as long as you get a few yards, I guess it's all right. Upcoming the 14th play of the drive here so far. Gillum takes the snap. He'll roll out of the pocket, and it's going to be thrown across his body towards the middle. It's going to be incomplete. A little bit of a dangerous pass there. Luckily, it just falls incomplete. And that was lost, the intended receiver. And I'll bring up third down and nine. Yeah, that's uh, another another incomplete another incomplete pass here for for, for Gillum. He's uh, he's two of two of eight 
two of eight on the night. Uh, but uh, still, Effingham has a chance here on third and nine to uh, get another first down and keep this drive going. Yelling in into the shotgun, two receivers, a split out to the far side. Dunstan right to his left. And Gillum takes a snap in the shotgun. Quick throw across the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. And that would have been shy of the markers anyways. And that was Colton Webb on the intended receiver. And trying to quick throw there, and it's going to go incomplete. And so after all this, he could be coming out for a punt, and they will. So 15 plays, but it looks like nothing doing for the Hearts. And Stefton will be back to punt it away. And Mount Carmel will have Anthony Peach back there to receive this punt. Good snap, and Stefton gets it away. A good boot as well, and it'll bounce at the 10-yard line. Will it stop? It does not. It rolls into the end zone for a touchback. And so it'll be a first down and a 10 at the 20-yard line for Mount Carmel. So, unfortunately... Long drive that time, nothing to show for it for the Hearts. No, yeah, definitely nothing, nothing to show for it uh, for the Hearts. Uh, unfortunately, um, you hate to hate to see drives like that, fifteen play drives, and nothing, nothing, nothing to show for it. But that's uh, that's been this kind of kind of game so far. I mean, neither, neither team really able to get uh, any anything anything going going really. I know Effingham had just had that fifteen play drive, so. They, I got a little little momentum, but uh, yeah, neither team be able to be able. To, uh, it's just a battle of defense, you know. I can. Yeah, I'm really it. impressed by the Aces defense. A lot of hype about the offense, but the defense has been good. First down and yeah. ten, of all at the twenty, and it's going to be a pitch out at two. Right, and he just trucks over a hard defender, and he's going to get it out to about the uh, past the thirty yard line, and that was. I there with the run, and he just bowled over a Hearts defender there, and that's going to be a big gainer for a first down. Yeah, Knight was uh, about 13 yards. Yeah, 13-yard gain there. And, uh, nice job getting getting the bouncing to the outside. And yeah, he just plowed over that one Epping defender. Sisson will take the snap into the shotgun, and he's looking to throw there. He finds a man short on the far sideline, and he's going to be tripped up as he uh, not quite out of bounds, and that's going to be completed to a Gillahan over there, and uh, that's going to bring up a gain of about eight yards, so that'll bring up second down and two. Nice little pass play there to the outside from uh, Sisson to uh, Gillahan. Gillahan's uh, been his uh, go-to, go-to wide receiver so far here tonight. Sisson will take the snap in the shotgun, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, and passes short again, and it's complete over there to a Peach, and he's got a first down, and he's knocked out of bounds. And Weaver was one of the men to knock him out of bounds, but Mount Carmel picks up another first down here. So two first downs in three plays. Yeah, if you're effing him, that's definitely not what you want to uh, want to have happen back-to-back first downs. We'll see if they can uh, stop him here with 8.33 left to go in the second quarter. Ball almost at midfield at the 47. Sisson will take the snap in the shotgun. He's going to roll out here to the right side, but here comes the rush for him, and they got him. Sisson goes down 
first sack by the Hearts D. And that was a Charlie Ring back there with a sack. Michael Love also in the area as well. I believe it was Ring who was the man to bring him down. And so that's a, a big loss there. That's all the way back at the 35 now. So a big loss. Ball at the 36 it's spotted at. As a 12, I think they had it at the 41. Wow. So, 12-yard oh. loss there on that sack. Distant takes the snap in the shotgun, and it's going to be a screen to at night. And he shakes off one defender. He's down the sideline, and he's past midfield, and he's going to be tripped up just shy of the first down. So they get all those yards back on the screen to the running back, and that's going to bring up a third and a manageable there for the Aces. Third and three is what they're going to spot it at, so... A gain of about 18 yards. Again, that was a nice job there by by night. I thought the FEM defender had him had him tackled there before he gained all those yards back, but he's unable to. Sisson in the shotgun again. He'll take the snap and he's gonna just keep it. And he goes forward right into the middle of the D, and he's right at the markers. He was stopped by a ring, and they're gonna mark him right at the first down. So maybe a measurement, but. The official over there still has his hand up, and it's going to be a fourth down, so it's literally fourth and inches, so a gain of about two and a half yards there. Those guys can't stand any closer over there on the chain gang, and they're going to take a timeout. I don't know if they're going to measure or not. And I think they will bring out the chains to measure. So, I mean, you can't get any closer. We might need an index card to see how close it is. Yeah, I know you're right. You can't get any closer than what it is right now. So they'll stretch out the chains. And sure enough, you place the ball, it's a first down. It's almost an entire football ahead. So not quite as close as I thought as the naked eye would say, but that's a first down of four Mount Carmel on the design QB keeper by Sisson. So three first downs on this drive for Mount Carmel as FEM had to punt it away after that long 15-yard drive, or 15-play drive. 6.30 to go here in the second quarter. Still no score. But Mount Carmel trying to change that here. Sisson will be in a pistol look, and he'll take the snap. He'll hand off to a knight right up the gut, and he's going to be slowed down by Mindendorf, and he's going to be also cleaning up things there at Cobra Line as well. And that's back to the line of scrimmage, and they're actually going to say he gained two yards there, so second and eight. I don't think he gained any there, but obviously he gained, gained a couple yards. Nice job there by uh, Mindendorf and the uh, Cobra line. To, I think they gave him forward progress on that because. Yeah, uh, they did uh, throw him back. He was thrown back, yeah. So it'll be assistant in the shotgun. Got receivers to split out on both sides, and one's here closer to the line of scrimmage. They'll hand off to a knight trying to turn the corner, and he can't get there. He's going to be slowed down and tackled, and he might have got back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. And Jacob Weaver there on the stop. 
And a short little rush there for a night gets back to the line of scrimmage, so no gain. So that'll bring up third and eight. Ball at the 42-yard line. And so Sisson will come out in an empty set. Receivers over here to the right. Sisson will take the snap, and he's going to be looking that way. It's going to be a little short, and it's going to be complete to Gallahan. And it's going to be a first down, I believe, or nope, it's not. Trying to find the markers. It's going to be way short, actually. So it's a gain of about man, four yards, so that'll bring up fourth down and five. Lost the markers there for a second. So it'll be a fourth and a five ball to the 37. And it looks like Sisson and the Aces will go for it. They'll be in the shotgun. Two receivers out to the left. Sends a man in motion. They'll stack that left side. And it's going to be a whistle. And Mount Carmel's got a timeout. Had everybody lining up not where they're supposed to be. So Mount Carmel will take the timeout. And so... We'll take the timeout, and Coach Brewer took that timeout for the Aces, and we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening to Hearts Football. You're on Jack FM. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Now Carmel back to a punt it away now for us down, and they're just going to pooch punt it, trying to catch it in the corner, and it takes a nice bounce on the turf, and the Aces are just going to let it roll, roll, roll. And it's going to roll inside the five-yard line. And it's going to be downed at maybe the one or the two there. So a nice pooch punt there by Sisson. And they're going to, Effingham's going to start off deep in their own territory. Yeah, definitely not where you want to be if uh, you're Effingham at the thrown, thrown three-yard line. But uh, Mount Carmel did a nice, nice pooch punt there and just let it roll. And uh, yeah, it has Effingham right you know, right, right where they want them. So hopefully, uh, Effingham can uh, get get deep out of their own territory here pretty pretty quickly. So they have to go 97 yards. They'll spot it at the three yard line with 4:10 to go here in the second quarter. No score between Effingham and Mount Carmel here. Gillum will take the snap at the three yard line, and Dunstan's way back there in the own end zone. And oh, they got Mount Carmel to jump. I think. Gillum goes to the hard count, and Mount Carmel jumps off sides there. So that's going to be a good five yards. So that'll be on the seven-yard line as well, those spotted. So first down and five. That's Mount Carmel's third penalty of the night for 15 yards. Effingham does not have any penalties so far. And that's good, especially from last week. Had a lot of them. Gillum will take the snap, and he'll turn, and he'll hand off to a Dunstan, trying to find room up the middle, not finding a lot there, and he's tackled, and he's going to be 
right at the line of scrimmage, maybe even lost one there. And Alki there on the stop for the Aces. So that'll bring up second down, and they're going to say he didn't gain anything. So no gain for FEM, so it'll be second and five. Again, uh, Effingham or neither team able to find much running room up, up, up the middle. Both defenses doing a great job of uh, fogging, fogging the middle there tonight. Gillum under center eye formation. Dunstan just in the end zone there. And Gillum will turn and hand off. Nope, he'll fake it. And he looks to swing it across the middle. And it's going to be tipped and incomplete. Very dangerous there. And we've seen that a couple of times tonight already from Gillum. Just slinging it across the middle and getting away with it, but it'll be third down now. Yeah, he definitely uh, definitely got got lucky there. That one that one was tipped, and there's a few Mount Carmel players yeah. in, in, in the area that uh, luckily weren't close enough to, to catch that and, and uh, intercept it. So it'll be third and a five at the seven-yard line for the Hearts, and Gillum will be in the shotgun, and Dunstan just to his right. And they'll turn and they'll hand off. Nope, Gillum's going to keep it and actually going to put it on the turf, but Gillum falls on it. So another almost turnover there, and luckily Gillum got back on it. We saw that last week, a bad exchange between Dunstan and Gillum, and that'll bring a fourth down, but that could have been a lot worse. The ball's going to be spotted at the two-yard line, so Stefton is going to be in the end zone again, and we know what happened last time. It went over yeah. The punt went over his head. Yeah, that definitely cannot cannot happen this time. That will result in the points for Mount Carmel. And Stefton's right there on the end line there to punt it away. And Mount Carmel's going to bring the house here. And Stefton gets it off. It's a nice punt. And it's going to be caught at about the 35-yard line. And there's going to be a penalty flag come flying in here. And it's in the area of a Mount Carmel penalty. But we'll wait for the official word. It could have been a block in the back there. And... I know that's what the FEM crowd, the FEM that's officials. That's their one. <laughs> the officials wearing red here saw it. Yeah, yes, they did. I see uh, as they were right below us here. We'll wait. The officials will get together and talk about it, but that punt was a lot better this time, and it got it down. And It is an illegal block in the back, so Mount Carmel will start off their next possession with a little extra yardage tacked on to that and the ball will be spotted at the 43 so a small return there gets negated by the penalty and they'll start at the 43 but they are in FEM territory yes they are that was the fourth uh, that block in the back was the fourth penalty of the night on Mount Carmel they have four penalties so far for uh, 25 yards so Sisson will be in the shotgun. It's an empty set. No one back there. And there's going to be some movement here on the near sideline. And our receiver may have jumped off, and it's a false start. You don't see a lot of false starts like that on the receiver. And now Mount Carmel blocking the back on the punt. And now false start. It'll be first down and 15. Back-to-back penalties there. They Back 15 yards, they probably didn't need to be. This and again, empty set, and here comes the rush. It's going to be a pass across the middle, incomplete, just out of the hands there of Peach. Was the intended receiver across the middle, but just couldn't find him. 
can't connect again. As no, he could not. That one was uh, Pete. Peach was was open and had a step or two on the Effingham uh, Effingham uh, cornerback there, but uh, just just overthrew him. So second down and a fifteen ball, almost at midfield at Effingham's forty-eight. Sisson will be in the shotgun again, and he will take the snap, and he's looking to throw, and he's going to throw another screen at two and nine. He catches it at the 50, trying to make some moves, follow his blockers, and he's going to stumble forward and gets it back to the original line of scrimmage. So a gain of about five or six yards there on the screen pass. And that'll bring up third and nine for the Aces. So call it a gain of six. And it'll be a minute 50 to go before the half. Sisson will take the snap in the shotgun again and Knights to uh, just to his right. And Sisson takes the snap. He's looking to throw, looking to throw far sideline, and it's going to be incomplete again. And actually, that was Sisson out wide. We saw that last week, a trick play. And uh, Sisson then tried to catch that, but it was just incomplete. So, either way, it'll bring up fourth down and nine. Yeah, a little trickery there by Mount Carmel. Uh, it didn't work. The pass was just uh, too far. Our system was uh, running as fast as he could. We couldn't catch up to it. So, with a minute 36 remaining and two timeouts remaining as well, we'll see where the Hearts get the ball and see if they want to do something here. And uh, more whistles before this one can get going. And it's going to be a false start on the Aces. So another penalty on Mount Carmel, and that'll back up this punt a little bit closer to a midfield and a little bit more possible room to return for Donaldson. So it'll be fourth and a 14. Sisson will be back deep to punt. Good snap and a good punt, and it's going to be a fair caught by Donaldson, and he catches it right at about the 16-yard line where they're going to mark FEM at so first down and a 10 and it'll be officially at the 17 yard line with a minute 30 to go like I said hearts have two timeouts we'll see what they want to do yeah we'll see what they see what they want to do here with a minute 30 minute 30 left to go uh, yet uh 80 83 yards to drive to uh you know make make the first score of the game is uh, still 0-0 here with a uh, minute 30 left to go in the second quarter. It's been a defensive battle so far tonight. Either, I mean, Mount Carmel has had some things um, go their way offensively, but they've been shooting themselves in the foot with uh, yeah. six penalties for 35 yards. So, And so we'll see what the Hearts can do with a minute 30 to go before halftime. Gillum will be up on the center. He'll send Reed in motion to the right side, and he's looking to get him out to him, and it's going to be complete, actually going to be complete there to a Belcher for a short little gain, but that's going to be a gain of about about four or five yards there. You're going to call it four. Yep. That'll bring up second and six. Coming up on a minute to go. Hearts are in no real hurry to get the play in, so it looks like they might just be content to go into the half scoreless here. They'll still run some plays, obviously, but... Sure. I mean... Yeah, why why rush it now? You're, you're scoreless and uh, 
Might as well keep it that way. 48 seconds to go. Gillum will be under center. Gillum takes the snap, and he'll turn. He'll hand off to a Dunstan. Goes straight up the middle, but the Aces had nice penetration there and got him before he can get too far, and he got back to the line of scrimmage. Now the Aces will take a timeout. So playing a little chess game here. Aces still have two timeouts. Well, they took their second, so they have one timeout remaining, and this will be a third and five with 37.6 seconds to go. So, Mount Carmel says if you're not going to try the score, we'll try to get the ball back here. That's right. Trying to get do anything to get it on the scoreboard here. Kind of a different game than last week for both teams. By this point, FEM had 17 points, and Mount Carmel had 14. Scored on the first two possessions. But, you know, like you said, Dominic, earlier, they've had some things go their way, but then it just they either shoot themselves in the foot or incomplete passes. And so the drives ended up stalling out. They had a chance here in the red zone, but FEM's defense held them. Yeah, FEM's defense. Yeah, they did have a real good chance at the you know first and goal at the nine there after that, that uh, punt that went around punt there and uh, yeah, just you know either shoot themselves in the foot or just FEM stops them defensively. Gillum will be up under center eye formation. Gillum will take the snap and he's looking to throw and he fires to lots and it's oh. going to be incomplete. He did have a step on the defender, but it was behind a lot, and so that's going to be incomplete. Tried to make the adjustment on the route. Two defenders from Mount Carmel were there as well. So that's going to be incomplete and force another punt team to run on the field there. I mean, why, why not take a shot, you know, downfield right before right before halftime? Maybe you make make something happen. Maybe, uh, maybe you make the catch, maybe, you know, and uh, get to your own territory and but uh, unfortunately, it was uh, it was behind lots. So he tried to adjust on the fly, but couldn't make it happen. Stephen will punt it away, and it's a short punt. It's a high punt, and it's going to hit an FEM player and bounce backward. Now it's going to roll to the 40-yard line, and finally FEM dives on it. And so it hit an FEM Hearts player running down there, and Charlie Ring just had to jump on it before it went back even further. So... FEM punts it away, and Mount Carmel will take over at the 41-yard line. So that's FEM's 41-yard line. So with 20.2 seconds to go, they're going to have something to say about it with one timeout left. So FEM stalled out there, and Mount Carmel... Over there in their huddle, play clock is running as the officials told the play clock to run there. So we got 10 seconds, and finally Mount Carmel is out there. They're in the shotgun. Three receivers out here to the right. This in it takes a snap, and he's looking over the left side and just chucks it up, and it's going to be a nice just on the route. Caught, and it's inside wow. the 10-yard line. Wow. What a nice catch there. And... Was that Sisson who made the catch? I think that was Sisson who made the reception. So, another trick play to Sisson, and that's going to be a complete to the six-yard line. So, another trick pla- another trick pass there by Mount Carmel, 
and assistant came down with it inside the six-yard line, and they're obviously going to call their timeout with 13.5 seconds to go. Who, uh, who, who threw that? Pass? I'm not Travis? sure. I'm not, I'm not sure either. I didn't know if it was Knight or if it was Gil, Gilham. Or it was, was definitely it wasn't. Uh, it definitely wasn't Knight. Last week it was uh, Dakota Mounts who was the, the guy who did the trick plays. But it's going to be a complete all the way down to the seven is where they're going to mark it. So first and goal for Mount Carmel. And Assisson takes the snap, and he rolls out to the left side, fires towards the end zone. It's going to be caught for a touchdown. Wow. Mount Carmel. And that's going to be a seven-yard touchdown. There, that was Gillahan with the reception. And Mount Carmel's on the board with 9.6 seconds. So they got that big trick play to Assistin. Sets him up for that seven-yard touchdown throw to Assistin to a Gillahan. And Mount Carmel leads 6-0. And it takes a snap. Peach gets it down on the hold. Kick is up, and it is good. And Shane Laddermilk makes the point after. So it's 7-0, Mount Carmel, 9.6 remaining in the uh, second quarter. We'll be back really quickly here at 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at 2 o'clock from the field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. 9.6 seconds to go, and the Aces get on the board with a 7-yard touchdown there. And the Lauderbilks is going to catch it short, or punt it, kick it short. I'll get it right eventually. And it goes out of bounds, and so that'll be a penalty. And FEM will start at the 40-yard line as the kickoff went out of bounds. So 9.6 seconds remaining, and it's just demoralizing that FEM holds off in the entire first half, and then right here at the very end gets that touchdown all set up by that trick play to Sisson. Yeah, no, it is. it is very, very demoralizing for something like that to happen. See that FEM does here if they kneel on if they they try something here right before halftime. Gillum will take the snap on our center eye formation and it's gonna be handed off to a dunce and he tries to bounce out here left side and he's gonna get spun around there, gain of about one, but that's gonna do it for the first half of play. So after one half of play, now Carmel scores at the very end of the second quarter and they take the lead of seven to two and nothing. In a two of the locker room, so stick around all for halftime. We uh, will have the uh, unofficial first half stats as well as we'll take a look at other scores uh, from around the area tonight on the halftime report. It is Mount Carmel 7, Effingham 0 as we head into halftime. So we'll be back in a few moments, and you're listening to Effingham Blaming Heart Football 
You're on Jack FM. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. MERS Heating and Air Conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Now, time for the Effingham Football Halftime Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at Dua FEM High School. Across from a field at Washington at Savings Bank Stadium. And here at the half, it is Mount Carmel leading 7-2-0 over the FEM Hearts. And I was just going to recap all the scoring drives and all the punt, 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 punts, but it was a scoring drive there at the very end for Mount Carmel as FEM defense did an amazing job to hold the Aces offense they shut him out there until uh, Sisson received a, a pass there, and we uh, finally determined that uh, Coda Mounts was the uh, guy that threw 
that pass as he uh, did last week too. So definitely in a play in their playbook that they like to utilize here in the first two games. And Sisson showing off his catching ability there. And that set up a seven-yard touchdown from Sisson to Gillahan there. And that is the only points on the board here at halftime for Mount Carmel and FEM. As for FEM on their side of the football, they had a long, a long drive of 15 plays, but they eventually stalled out and couldn't do anything else after that. So, uh, And then it's been a lot of three and outs, and so a lot of good defense so far in the uh, first half here of uh, this one. And kind of opposite of what we expected, really. I don't know what I expected with the uh, Aces. of You know, them only scoring 14 points last week, but they had a lot of hype around them with uh, the offense, but their defense has been pretty good. And we keep telling you that it's just hard to run up the middle for both teams. We know how good the FEM defensive line is, but Mount Carmel is equally tough as well here tonight, rushing the football up the middle and. FEM just can't connect in the passing game as they have had a couple of good looks, but just nothing doing so far there for the FEM Hearts offense from that perspective. Let's take a look at other scores from around the area here as I have them at halftime. It is Arthur leading over Villa Grove in the Lincoln Prairie 13-2-8. Carlinville is leading over Pena 7-2-0 in that one. Not in the Apollo Conference anymore, but, hey, Lincoln, doing great. They already had the season opening win, and they are beating at Decatur Eisenhower 33-2-0. Carlson, they ended the season good. They started off the season with a win against Hersher. They're winning 32-0 against Paris right now, and that's in the second quarter. Taylorville, they were impressive in week one against Alney, and they are leading 14-7 over Robinson. Paxton Buckley Lode is all over Newton, 40 at 8 in uh, that one. And speaking of all over, Sullivan, they are leading 41 uh, to uh, 6 against Arcola there. And the last report we had, Cumberland was winning uh, their game uh, close to halftime as well over uh, Sagamon Valley. And Arcola, they had a, a new coach uh, this year, and uh, they were 1 0 as they beat Nokomis coming into that one. And uh, uh, Sullivan, they defeated Villa Grove last week in a shootout. They had to start the game on Friday and then come back and play it on a Saturday due to a DO weather. And uh, Sullivan making a statement there in the LPC. They have 41 to six score at the half uh, there, and uh, that's currently all I have. But I'll try to check on uh, some other scores. Uh, Sarah Gorda leading over Tri County at 10 to a zero in the LPC as well. Take a look at Mount Carmel's conference, see if I can see anything in there besides that Newton score. As here it's 7-2-0. to zero. Nope, just nothing besides Taylorville and Robinson and that uh, Newton score uh, there. But like I said, it is a 7-2-0 to here as it was a great defensive game in the first half for both squads. And it's only a seven to nothing here at the half, and it's been really a defensive struggle, defensive battle here tonight, Dom, and here in that first half. Yeah, it really has, Travis. Really, has been a defensive struggle for for both teams, and uh, I don't either. Neither team early on 
really get anything going. And the Hearts did have that one fifteen play drive stall out, and um, the Hearts had that that muff punt there that, that Stephen was able to, able to grab and just kick a just a real high short kick, and uh, Mount Carmel got it at the, the nine yard line, and uh, but Effingham was able to stop him there. But uh, Mount Carmel does leave here lead here seven nothing. They scored uh, scored with uh, ten seconds left to go in the the first half. Uh, after uh, Coda Mounts, yeah, excuse me, Coda Mounts threw a uh, it, was, it was a trick play because Mounts threw it to uh, he's a QB as well, but he threw it to the other QB, uh, Lane Sisson for a 33 yard 33 yard gain except that seven yard seven yard touchdown pass from Sisson to to Gillum to give Mount Carmel the seven uh, nothing lead as we look for look at some stats here first for. Uh, Mount Carmel, Blaine, Blaine Sisson, uh, rushing. He has done a very good job rushing. He's, uh, got five rushes for negative eight yards. Uh, Asher, excuse me, Asher Knight has, uh, seven rushes for 26 yards and Gillum's got one rush for uh, 14 yards. Blaine Sisson, he, he has one reception for 33 yards. As far as passing goes, he's eight for 15 for 91 yards. And uh, one touchdown, and he's uh, eight for fifteen, is fifty-three percent completion. And then Kyle Kyle Mounts is uh, one for one with that uh, thirty-three yard pass two systems. As far as receiving goes, for Mount Carmel, uh, Gilhan Andrew Gilhan has uh, six catches for seventy-four yards. Knight uh, one catch for fourteen yards, and as I mentioned, System has that one catch for thirty-three yards. And for Effingham, they haven't really been able to get get much going off offensively. Uh, Weldon Dunstan, he's got 10 rushes for 23 yards. And Gage Gillum's got four rushes for 10 yards. And Gillum, passing-wise, uh, he's only 3 of 13 for 27 yards. That's only 23% uh, completion. Uh, receiving, uh, Hunter Reed's got two catches for 11 yards. Playing, uh, or Belcher, excuse me, got one catch for four yards. And Lots has got one catch for 14 yards so um and uh the the, the defense is defense is doing, doing great they had that uh they had that big big sack there and a lot of a lot of stops uh like i said that uh, that one where they had the most fun they didn't allow mount carmel to uh mount carmel to, to score to score there at all so it really has been a defensive battle uh for for both teams and yeah travis i wasn't sure I guess what what to expect coming in here, you know, uh, we knew Mount Carmel had a, you know, I guess you'd say a, a high-powered offense in Effingham, you know, like they did last year, had a great uh, a great defense, and their their uh, offense isn't, isn't too shabby either. But uh, we knew it was gonna gonna be a struggle and a, a tough matchup, and uh, it has has proven to be a tough matchup so far. But, I mean, uh, you're only down you're only down seven to nothing. Um, so and, and you do get the ball coming out, you know, coming in here in the second half. So you definitely have a chance to, you know, turn things around. I'm sure Coach Hefner is going over some some stuff, uh, some stuff with the guys. And uh, you know, uh, the the thing for Mount Carmel that's uh, really like a key, like I keep saying, is shooting themselves in the foot. They've got six penalties for uh, 35 yards um, so far. Otherwise, they might they might they might be up. Uh, up more, up more, but uh, 
right now they're only up, only up seven nothing. Effingham so far, after they had ten or twelve penalties last week, they don't have any penalties so far. So obviously, it looks like uh, Coach Hefner and his other coaches have. Uh, that was definitely a teachable moment last week with all those penalties. It's like uh, they got they got through the kids and they're they're doing a great job of uh, uh, just, just all just all around. Just need to get some some things going offensively and uh, yeah, neither team can get can get the ball uh, up the middle as both defenses just clog clog the middle and can't get anything going. And uh, so we'll see if they can make make some adjustments there and try to get some more plays plays the outside and. Uh, Get, get get some passes on point and see if Eppingham can get the, some points on the board here early in the second half to tie tie this thing up. And you have a few other scores uh, from around the area as Central A&M currently uh, late in the first half leads 21 of the 14 over Marshall and it went to halftime Taylorville and Robinson there at Tuscola's leading 28 to 22. Late in the first half, and Mount Zion is on a top of a Troy Triad, 22-14 to 14 in the second quarter there. Like I mentioned, it is 7-2-0 Mount Carmel here at the half between the Hearts and Aces. So we will come back and we'll return, and we'll, they're doing the senior festivities, the senior night festivities for the senior band members tonight, as well as the uh, dance team and uh, cheerleaders as well. So uh, we uh, will uh, take a, a timeout here, and we'll be back for more of the halftime show. And it's Mount Carmel leading over FEM 7-2-0. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. When the time comes that you can't wait to spend your life with the one you love, consult with Weber's Jewelry in Tutalpas about engagement rings and wedding bands. Weber's Jewelry guarantees the highest standards of exquisite settings and gives you the opportunity to handpick your diamond, whether you choose a natural diamond or the new ever-so-popular lab-grown diamonds. When your heart is sure, visit us at Weber's Jewelry on Main Street in Tutopolis. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts! 
Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to halftime at Effingham High School. Caution the field, Washington, Savings Bank Stadium. First home game of the season. Great to be back here in the friendly uh, confines, the friendly uh, booth up here and see this beautiful turf out here as well as this beautiful complex here. It is not so beautiful on the scoreboard for the Hearts, though. They're leading, uh, Mount Carmel's leading 7-2-0 to zero, uh, there. wanted to remind you about a couple of uh, programming notes around all of our other stations here on our family of networks over on a WCRA, currently the Cumberland Pirates and a Sagamon Valley as uh, Cumberland was leading there late in the uh, first half, probably a halftime by and now there, and they're looking to start off 2-0 and before that great matchup next week for Cumberland against Sullivan, who was just winning in a blowout against Arcola at halftime, and Sullivan really putting up the offense there in that matchup against the Purple Riders. Uh, but other things going on over on a 98-9, the uh, game is a St. Louis Cardinal baseball there, as the uh, Cardinals are in a Pittsburgh this weekend uh, to uh, play there. And currently in the uh, fifth inning, it's the Pirates leading one nothing over the uh, Cardinals. And we got more action on a 98-9 of the uh, game tomorrow, as it is going to be a opening day for college football. Yes, technically week zero started last weekend. Yes, football started uh, Thursday. And there's a couple of games on tonight as well. But really, it gets going uh, tomorrow Sit back on the couch and in your lazy chairs and uh, kick up your feet for college football. Full slate, 11 a.m. It all starts there. and all starts on 98.9. The game as well, 10-30 will be the pregame show start as we got the uh, number 12 team in the country, Tennessee Volunteers, hosting the uh, Virginia Cavaliers on a 98.9 the uh, game. And then uh, later on in that evening, Illini football. Illinois of Fighting Illini, your guy right here, he's super excited about the upcoming season as Red Bielema and the crew had an 8-5 and season a year ago. They're kicking off against Toledo, prime time, start time for them, 6.30 kickoff against Toledo, and 5.30 will begin the pregame over on a 98.9 for that. So that should be exciting. Illini, 9.5 point favorites to open up the season against the MAC champions and one of the favorites to take the conference again, the Toledo Rockets. So uh, that coverage will be on 98.9 the game. So that means we had to boot the Cardinals over to uh, WCRA. So that'll be a pregame show. I believe that'll be at 520. We'll begin uh, that over on a WCRA and then Cardinals back on their regular schedule on Sunday at noon over on 989, the game as well. And if you want to take a look at all the uh, scores uh, from around the area, we'll have all the finals, and uh, we'll have some score updates posted on the website, fmradio.com there as well. And we'll also uh, be uh, tuning in the 989 game weekdays, 11 to noon, starting lineup. Myself, Eric Fry, will have you covered with a local sports, not just football. But we talk to area coaches, and we talk a lot of football now with it getting underway. We're currently in the middle of our uh, NFL previews. As uh, next week, we got a 
close it out and ramp up the coverage because NFL begins on Thursday uh, there. So that's exciting. Always an exciting time for football to be here and an exciting time with the cooling down temperatures as well, hopefully. You know, next week, start of next week anyways, going to be hot again. The Labor Day weekend is going to be hot. But, hey, if you like those cooler temperatures, they're on the way. So I, I love have those, no fear. I love those cooler temperatures, Travis. I I really do. I'm more of a I'm more of a summer guy. Are you? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean, summer is fine with me. But I I do like those those cooler temperatures. You know, I I I understand that sweating is part of you know cooling your body down. And everybody sweats and stuff like that. I guess I just don't like when I walk outside of my porch for five minutes and I'm sweating. Just sweating, just standing there after, after I've done nothing, you know. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I do, way. I do like these cooler temperatures. Uh, definitely nice weather to uh, sit around the campfire and uh, roast some marshmallows and do, do some stuff like that. So uh, who you got in that first NFL game? You like the Lions or the Chiefs or what? It's a lot of hype around the Lions this year, but I, I can't go against the the champs. Can't go against the Chiefs, but who uh, will uh, Eric and I pick for our Super Bowl champs? Tune in to the starting lineup uh, there and stick around and uh, find out uh, there. But it is kind of warmer. It is only 69 here currently in Effingham at Washington Field, Washington Savings Bank Stadium. Uh, but uh, the weekend looks a little warmer, 91 on uh, Labor Day. For the high there so everyone be safe out there on a labor day of course enjoy the uh, three-day uh, weekend there always an exciting time and uh, both teams are out on the field and finishing up their warm-ups Mount Carmel running over to uh, the uh, sideline and we're about ready to uh, get the second half underway here as Mount Carmel seven nothing lead and what have both teams got to do here in the second half well, both Effingham's got to got to find how uh, they they got to find something. I don't know. I'm not saying the their stuff they're doing is, is not working, but obviously it's not because they don't have any points on the board. So maybe 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 do you know do do some do something different. I don't know if you need to go with the trick play like Mount Carmel did, but uh, you know I I know they did have missed missed a few uh, open passes. To, uh, to lots or whatever um, there in the first half, so definitely need to uh, uh, shore, shore that up and maybe maybe hit a few of those and uh, I don't know, do do some things like that and uh, try try getting try running the ball to the outside because up the middle hasn't uh, hasn't proven to no. gone anywhere for, for either team tonight. Uh, uh, for Mount Carmel, um, you know you scored right before half. You got the you got the momentum. I know Effingham gets the Gets the kickoff, but it's been a defensive battle so far. So I mean, if you can keep holding old Neffingham like like you can, and I don't know if you necessarily need to do any more, you know, trick plays or not. But I'm, I'm wasn't for the past one to do a few more trick plays like that with uh, you know system being a dual threat at quarterback and wide receiver. Uh, I, I you know they're. Uh, they definitely have a potent offense, and that's the reason why uh, System's going to Division One next year. So, I would, uh, I guess, if you're Mount Carmel, just uh, 
keep 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 doing what you're doing. You have the lead and uh, see what happens. FEM will start off with the ball first here in the third quarter because they deferred and it's going to be a short little kick and. Dutton's going to have to run up and uh, grab it at about the 35-yard line. He goes down to the near sideline, and he keeps pushing forward. Doesn't quite get to the uh, 40, so he stopped a little bit short there. And uh, there also may have been a penalty on the play as well. Or maybe not. Nope. I don't think so. There's an official timeout, though. So Mal Carmel, a player, got hurt there as there was a big pileup for the team that was closer to the FEM sideline here, so they're going to check on the Mount Carmel player that was down. So FEM will take over at their own 33-yard line to start off the first half once we check on the injury for Mount Carmel. As FEM will start off with the ball first and uh, we need FEM needs to get on the board here for the third quarter because we need to get a lick in my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue touchdown here. We appreciate them for sponsoring the FEM touchdowns this year. Check out Lick in my chicken, pulling my pork a barbecue. They're open Wednesday through a Sunday, 11 a.m. until they're sold out. We'll get on Highway 33 inside A1 Liquors Havens on patio. Come out and enjoy the food truck experience with the luxury of a fully covered patio. Come out and give them a try. They promise you won't regret it. And they're open those days, Wednesday through uh, Sunday, till sold out. Most normally they do uh, sell out. So we need to get a look at my chicken pulling my park touchdown here. And Gillum will take the snap in of the shotgun. They're going to spot it at the 39. And it's going to be a, a snap, and it's going to be handed off to a Belcher, who uh, was the emotion man. And he uh, takes the, lowers the head, lowers the boom there a little bit and that's actually he's gonna they're gonna say he stepped out all the way back here at about the 41 yard line so that was really only a gain of two yards there yeah it looked like he definitely uh, gained more than that but uh, stepped out of bounds and yeah he did kind of lower the boom there on the mount carmel defender there at the end of that play but only uh, only two yards to show for it unfortunately so it'll be a gillum under center or now he'll be in the shotgun. A little bit of a low snap. He'll roll out to his right side, and he throws on the run, and the pass is incomplete. And that was lost. The intended receiver just goes incomplete there. Yeah, it does. It was just a little bit, uh, like a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, out of losses, losses reach there on the on that on that pass by. Uh, by Gillen, but uh, FEM was faced with another third, third and a uh, long eight here, only uh, a few seconds off the clock with 11.44 left to go here in the third quarter. Third down and eight, a ball there on 41-yard line, and somebody was lined up the wrong way, and Coach Hefner is going to call a uh, timeout. So uh, they'll talk about this third down play, and we'll take a quick 30-second timeout as well as Mount Carmel leads here 7 nothing, and you're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. 
Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. This is your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. Cautionary Field at Washington State Bank Stadium. Effingham takes a early timeout here in the third quarter, so they're going to be left with two remaining. For the rest of the second half, and they're faced with a third down and eight. That's something to uh, talk about there. As Gillum will be lined up in the shotgun, two receivers here on the near side. Gillum will send a man in a motion, and that's Belcher again. He fakes it to him, and Gillum loads up the throw. He's got lots. He's wide open. Touchdown. He's going to go 20-10 into the end zone for a touchdown. I There's that licking my chicken, pulling my pork barbecue touchdown. And there we go. That was a big connection there from Gillum to Watts, and it's seven to six FM. That was a sixty-one uh, yard right. Uh, yep. Touchdown, touchdown play there from Gillum to Watts to get the hard fans and the, the team uh, fired up, and we're one step the next four, extra point away as they snap it. Stephen kicks it up, and it is good. It's good. So we're tied. 7-7, 61-yard touchdown play between Gage Gillum and Andrew Watts. And we're all tied up at 7. So we'll take another timeout, and we'll be back in a 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time, this is Dr. Chad Ely at FEM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. You're listening to FNM Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to FM High School, Clarkson Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium, and we're all knotted up at seven after that 61-yard touchdown pass from Gillum to Lotz, and Lotz had a lots of room as he was wide open on that play and ran into the end zone for a TD, and stepped in, boots it away. Mount Carmel muffs it on the return, and it's still loose, and finally Mount Carmel picks it up, and he's going to rush it to about the 15-yard line, and a late flag runs in here as uh, they may have got Mount Carmel on something very, very late. But that was almost a disaster there for the Aces as they muffed the kick. And luckily they got on top of it and tried to run with it for the return. And we'll wait to see what the penalty is. It might back them up even further. It might. I don't know. I've seen a lot of, a lot of hard hitting, hard hitting down there. So I'm, I'm not sure. Might be a late hit or something. Unsportsmanlike. like. And it's going to be a personal foul on Mount Carmel. So it's going to be a first down. But I didn't 
here what the along the penalty was, but it's going to send him all the way back at the seven. So a major penalty there, a personal foul for Mount Carmel. And they'll take over the 11 of 30 to go in the third quarter. Three-play strike there for the Hearts, just exactly what they needed there to begin this uh, second half. That's Mount Carmel's seventh penalty of the game. Sisson will take the snap into the shotgun as there's motion and there's another flag and it's going to be another false start. Actually, it's going to be offside. So it's going to be offsides on Effingham. They had another time where they're going to stack the right side and Effingham just gets called for the offsides this time rather than a false start. That's five free yards. For the aces. Well, it seemed like FEM was uh, upset about it, but they're actually going to move it back to the four, so I guess it was on Mount Carmel. Either way, it's back to the four, and it's going to be a first down and uh, long, and they're going to hand off to a Knight trying to find room on that right side, and he's got past the original line of scrimmage, and so that'll bring up second down and about nine. And so Mike Love there on the tackle, and that's a gain of about five yards there. So it'll be second and second and eight at the nine. So it'll be assistant in the shotgun. It takes a snap. He's looking to throw, and he throws it off on a little short screen pass. And FEM's right there, and he may have not even got back to the line of scrimmage before FEM got him. So that's actually going to be a loss, maybe a loss of two or just one. Mindendorf was one of the first guys there to stop the screen from developing. So it'll be third and eight for the Aces. And uh, backed up in their own territory at their own nine-yard line or Mount Carmel. They need to pick up this first down. Third and eight. Sisson will be into the shotguns. It's an empty set. Sisson will take the snap, and he's looking to throw. And he's looking to throw down the middle. He's open. He caught at the 40-yard line. A big pass play for Mount Carmel. And that's going to be a, a big catch down the field. That's Peach. And... Actually, that's going to be Gillahan on the reception, and then down all the way to the 41-yard line. 32 yards. 32 uh, yards, yeah. Man. Big uh, big play there on, uh, on third and eight for Mount Carmel to pick up the first down and gain some huge, huge yards there. So that would be a first down on by Mount Carmel after the big, a 32-yard pass play. Sisson. Will take the snap, and he's going to go hard. Counts in a man in motion. That's Peach. Sisson takes the snap, and he's going to hand off to Knight. Left side, trying to turn the corner, and he's slowed down just enough by the Hearts defensive line. And I think that was Ring. It was one of the first players there to slow him down. And Coverline came in and cleaned it up. And that's going to be a gain of three, though. So that will be a second down and seven. Nine minutes to go here in the third quarter. All knotted up here at seven. 
between FEM and Mount Carmel. And so Aces will come out in the shotgun. And the two receivers over there, far sideline. And assistant takes the snap, and it's going to be a fake handoff, looking to throw. Throw that right side, actually down the middle, and it's going to be complete. Actually, actually, yeah, that is going to be complete. Actually, it was incomplete. Knight was the attendant receiver, so he must have dropped that late. He must have, because it looked like he caught it to me, but... Third and seven after the incomplete pass. Nonetheless, that game will take it. So it'll be a third and seven for Mount Carmel after that big play. See what they do here. Sisson in the shotgun. Knight is just to his left. And Sisson takes the snap. It's going to be a fake handoff. QB draw left side, and he's not going to get very far. He's swallowed up. By the Hearts defensive line, Mendendorf, Love, and Metzner all there. They're going to give Metzner the credit with a tackle, but Love and Mendendorf all slowed Sisson down, and that will bring up a gain of about one yard, so it will bring up fourth and six. So Sisson will have to punt it away here. Donaldson will be back to receive the punt. Good snap, good. Low kick, and it's going to be caught there by Donaldson. He's going to fair catch it, and that's going to be at about the 27-yard line as well as take over. So a couple big plays, or a first down or two, and now Carmel punts it away to the Hearts offense once again. So FEM will take over at 7.58 to go here in the third. Let's see if uh, FNM can work uh, work some of their magic, maybe uh, another Gillum Gillum to Lots or uh, Gillum to Dunstan or Gillum to, to Reed or anybody uh, touchdown, just like they had in the drive previous. Gillum will take the snap under center and he'll turn and he'll hand off to a Dunstan and he's immediately blasted by Knight. And so a Dunstan is going to get hit with a loss of about three there and. So, just blown up right from the beginning. Yeah, Dunstan had uh, nowhere nowhere to go there. Met, met immediately by by night of Mount Carmel and just took him down. So it'll be a second down and a twelve. Gillum under center. Actually, he's going to be in a shotgun pistol look, really. And Gillum's going to keep it himself. Left side turns it up the middle, and he dives forward past the thirty yard line. And uh, so that's going to get the third down a little bit closer. And it'll be third and three now. So a short little run. So a gain of about five. Third and three with at the 34-yard line. As Gillum will bring out the offense in the shotgun. Two receivers are split out to the right. A little bit more of a pistol look as Dunstan lines up right behind Gillum. He'll fake it, and Gillum rolls out right side, and the pass is complete there too well, and he takes a shot by Gillahan, but he hangs on to the football, and he's got it over to the 40-yard line. So that's a gain of seven, and a first down for Effingham. 
on the catch there by Reed. Hunter Reed. That was a nice. That was a nice pass out to the sideline there. Nice catch by by Reed to get to the first first down. That's his uh, that's Reed's third catch. Third catch of the night for Effingham as this uh, drive stays alive and Effingham keeps going here with six ten left to go in the third quarter. Lots will be up under center. Single back formation. Gillum takes the snap, and he'll turn a handoff to a Dunson. Straight up the middle. He's got room to run. He's close to the 50-yard line before he's spun down. And that's going to be right at the six for Dunston. That's the biggest run of the night there for Dunston. And they're going to give the first down. So uh, another FEM first down. Yeah, nice job there by Dunston. He has some, some open open running room and uh, definitely took advantage of it. Got 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 the first down prepping in keep the drive going all right at midfield gillum into the pistol again lots of hand belcher out there to the right gillum will take the snap and gillum's gonna hand, uh, keep it himself he goes the right side and gets it just shy of the uh, 45 so a gain of about four yards there for a short little run for gillum looks like they're gonna give him three on the carry but nonetheless a nice like you said nice run by Gill, Effingham's offense doing uh, doing every, everything everything right here. That's a, a nice reception by Reed and a big run there by by Dunstan and uh, keep keeping the chains moving and uh, keeping things moving in the right direction. Gillum will be in the pistol once again and a little miscommunication on the player personnel. Reed runs back out there, left side to line up there and Gillum takes the snap and he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. Pass is complete to a Reed and he's got the first down. And he's knocked out of the bounds all the way down there past the 35-yard line. So a big pickup there. And that'll be a first and 10 on another connection to Reed. That was 13. 13 yards, yep. 13-yard, a gainer, another connection from Gillen to Reed. Like FEM, FEM has the momentum going their way and uh... – yeah, you can rock tell. playing on the box and uh, getting the fans going. And, uh, yeah, that touchdown, that last one, that 61-yard touchdown, really breathes some new life into the heart. Gillum takes the snap, turns, and he'll hand off to a Dunson. He tries to squirt freeze, still on his feet, spins around, still going, and he almost breaks it loose, and he spins it down close to the first down marker. Wow. I don't know how he got through the first window, and he just kept his legs moving, and he gets spun around. He almost got away from the pack, and he gets close to a first down. They're going to say a gain of nine. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how he did that either. But he just kept. He just kept his legs moving. If, if he would stop, he probably would have gotten brought down sooner. But tightest of windows there. Yeah. This is going to be a, the eighth play of the drive for FEM in their face for the second and one at the Mount Carmel 25. Gillum will be in the shotgun, and another timeout will be taken. And so that's the second timeout of the half by the Hearts. So Hearts are driving, but they take a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds with the Hearts driving. You're listening to FEM Arts Football here on Jack FM. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. 
You don't need any special equipment, and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. This is Eppingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Eppingham High School, classroom and field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. And Hearts are second and one, but they burn their second timeout of the half. Send a man in motion. Gillum with the pump fake, and here comes the rush. He rushes out of the pocket, fires to the end zone. That's going to be incomplete, knocked away. And they were trying to get into the end zone there, trying to find Reed, but it was just incomplete. It was incomplete. Good job of uh, Gillum. He kind of got pushed out of the pocket, but used his legs to uh, avoid, avoid getting sacked and tried to, tried to squeeze into that that window there to read, but it was un- unable to. So we'll see what they do here on the, again on the third and one, three twenty-six up to go here in the third quarter. Third and one, Gillum up in her center this time. Gillum will take the snap, throws a pass, a short, a little bit of a low catch by Lots, and he's going to get spun around at about the twenty-five, or actually is more like the twenty-three. So they got the first down. So it was a gain of two, short little pass. But all that matters is the first down. Right, yep. Yeah, forward, forward progress there. You yeah, have got the first down for, for Watts, and the drive stays alive for wrapping in. Ball's on their own 23-yard line. So Gillum will be into the pistol on a first and 10. Takes a snap, hands off to a Dunstan right side, tries to squirt through, but just can't quite find an opening that time. And a short little gainer there, maybe gain of one, but that's about it. A little extra shoving at the bottom of the pile, but nothing else doing there, so it'll just be a gain of one. Second down and nine here for the Hearts. Under three minutes to go here in the third. Second and nine here for, for Effingham. Uh, they, continue, they continue this drive. The upcoming will be the 11th play. Gillum will be into the shotgun, and he'll get Dunstan lined up just to his right, and it's going to be a fake handoff. He fires, first down, and more. Reed with a nice catch, and gets hit high, and it's going to be inside the 10-yard line. So another nice connection with Reed, and that's going to be a first and goal at the 8. Nice 14, 14 yard pass play there from uh, Gillum, Gillum to Reed. And so it'll be first and a goal at the eight with a score tied at seven, but FEM looking to break through here and take their first lead of the game. And Gillum will go up under center this time. And Gillum will take the snap. He'll turn and hand, hand off to a Dunstan trying to find room up the middle and he's going to be Swarmed by three defenders there for the Aces. Not much. Maybe got a couple yards, but that's about it. And there's a player down. And actually someone's helmet came off. Someone for Mount Carmel. And that's Donald Dowling, whose helmet came off. 
And so he'll jog off on his own power, but he'll have to sit out the next play. It was just a gain of one on the run by Dunstan. So a minute 50 to go here in the third. All knotted up at seven, but FEM knocking on the door at the seven. Second and goal. Get the right personnel in there. As Raditha and Belcher always split out wide. And Gillum's in the shotgun. Dunstan just to his left. Takes the snap, and it's going to be a fake. Gillum goes straight up the middle. He tries to squirt free, and he gets and stretches out, and it's going to be just short. But Gillum with a nice run. That's a gain of seven yards, so it'll be third and goal at the one. It was a nice run by Gillum straight up the middle, able to get something up the middle for a rare, rare uh, rarity here tonight. It's a nice game. But, uh, yeah, first and goal from the one. Or, excuse me, third and goal from the one. So the big formation will come in, and Gillum will go up under center a lot, split out to the left here. And Gillum will take the snap and he'll push forward. He pushes, he pushes, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, FBM. I'll look at my chicken pulling my pork barbecue. FBM, touchdown. And that brings the hearts in front, 13-2, a 7 on the one-yard QB sneak by Gage Gillum. And Stefton will be out to attempt the point after. Donaldson with the hold, a little bit of a high snap, but Donaldson gets it down, and it's through the upright. So FEM, one-yard touchdown by Gillum, finishes off a 14-play drive. And they lead 14-7 here with 59.1 seconds to go in the third. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student Checking Account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial now, truck dealer for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to FEM High School as FEM takes the lead. That one-yard QB sneak. Stefton will boot it away, and Mount Carmel will look to receive, and they catch it about the 10-yard line, and he's got a little room to run, and he gets it almost to the 30-yard line before he's brought down. And that may even have been insistent on the return there. I think it was. So Spencer Fox get in there on the stop, so Mount Carmel, will take over just shy of the 30-yard line. They're going to mark it. It looks like about the 28 or 27. 28, there we go. We'll call it that. Sounds good. 54.3 seconds to go on the third. 28. Uh, Carl with the ball here with uh, a little bit of time left here in the third quarter. So, yeah, it's in the shotgun. 
And it's just in will to take the snap, fake, and it throws it short out there on the sideline, a spin and a caught. And it's going to be complete on the short little screen there. Shane Vetter gets the grab. Shane Metter, excuse me. And it's going to be just shy of the marker, so a gain of about seven or eight there. Ball will be spotted at the 36. So a gain of eight there, second and two. 20 seconds to go in the third. Sisson in the shotgun again. And a Sisson will take the snap, and he throws short once again, and it's going to be complete again. And he's going to get to about the 45-yard line, and he's going to be brought down by a host of hard tacklers. And that's Gillahan with another grab and another first down. Two plays, two first downs. One to a meter and one to Gillahan. And with 5.1 left, they'll blow the whistle and start the clock, and the clock will run out on the third quarter. So... After three quarters of play, put the four fingers up. It's time for the fourth quarter with FEM leading 14 to a 7 over Mount Carmel. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football on Jack FM. MERS heating and air conditioning. Do it once, do it right. Comfort for you and your family. Always call on the leader. Hi, this is Pat Gibbon, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. MERS heating and air conditioning Do it once, do it right This is your home for Effingham football 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM Start of the fourth quarter FEM with the lead of 14-7 as FEM Comes there and scores 14 unanswered points in the third quarter. Got that big strike, 61 yards, Gillum to Lots, and then that long 14-play drive. It's the hearts in front, but uh, the Aces do have the football. It's going to be another trick play, and it's going to be uh, thrown to a Gillum, or I mean, throw to Gillahan, as uh, that was um, those mounds mounds again on the. On the throw, so they usually look for assistance during that, but it was a four-yard gainer there. So second and six. So it'll be Sisson that's going to be taking the snap this time. Second down and a sixth ball almost at midfield. Sisson will take the snap, and he's going to hand it off, toss to Knight, and he's got room to run. Turns the corner. He's got loose. Spins off one tackler. He's trying to drive, drive past the 30-yard line, up to close to the 25 before he's finally caught and brought down. So another time where Knight breaks off a big gain 
all the way down there, and that's another Mount Carmel first down. That's three first downs and four plays. And this one was a big one all the way down to the 26. 20, 23-yard run yeah. for night. So a 23-yard run on that one. And a first down and 10 for Mount Carmel. And assistant in the shotgun. Receivers, two of them, maybe three out here to the left. Assistant will hand it off again to Knight. Brushes off one tackler, tries to turn the corner, and he doesn't quite get there. And he's pushed out of bounds. But Knight almost was tackled in the backfield, but just ran right through the arm tackle and ended up gaining about four yards. I'll say it was just three. Yeah, FEM, the FEM defender was about almost blew him up there, but uh, mm-hmm. Knight was able to able to get out before he was tackled in the backfield for a loss and ends up gaining gaining three yards. And we'll see if Mount Carmel does here on second and seven. Basically, on that play, you press the R two button and flip the play around and ran in the opposite direction. And Sisson will be in the shotgun, and he's, he's looking uh, the near sideline here. Can't find anyone open. Still. Scrambling around in the pocket, trying to find room to run, and there's going to be a throw to the end zone, and it's going to be caught. Touchdown. Nice grab. Oh, no, there's going to be incomplete. So it was going to be incomplete. I thought it was going to be a nice grab for Mount Carmel, but Sisson just running around in the pocket, keeping it alive, and almost... Got a nice grab in the end zone there, but it just went incomplete. So it'll bring up third and a seven after all that. So a third and a seven ball at the FEM 23-yard line. The Aces are down on the scoreboard, 14-7. And it'll be Mounds in the at quarterback, so Sissons will go out, split out wide to the right, and it's a pump. It goes back here to the left side, and it's going to go nowhere. Complete to Gillahan, but a nice tackle there, not going anywhere. I think that was Kessler on the tackle. Yep, it was, and uh, so that's going to bring up fourth down, and that's going to gain virtually nothing. So. Mounts throws a short there, and it's fourth and seven. Offense going nowhere. No punt team out here now. No field goal team. You need a touchdown to tie. Nine, 39 remaining. Sisson will be in the shotgun. Sisson takes the snap. He rolls out to the right side. He fires, and it's going to be complete right at the six. Gillahan, and that's going to be a first down. So it's going to be a, a first down for the Aces all the way down to the 14. So an 11-yard gain there. And it'll be first and a 10. That was a nice grab there by Gillahan and Mount Carmel to reach up and That's with down. a toss again by nine, and it's blown up in the backfield by Donaldson. Huge tackle for loss there. As that's going to gain or lose about five yards. 
maybe even more than that, six yards back to the 20. Nice job there by Donaldson. Just night, night had nowhere to go. Donaldson was all over the play, able to bring him down for a loss, uh, loss of six, so second and 16 from the 20 here for Mount Carmel. So another a big loss going backwards for Mount Carmel. And it'll be second down and a 16 at the FEM 20. Sisson will be in the shotgun. Got three wide receivers out wide here to the near side. Sisson takes the snap. He's looking to the far side. Goes towards the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown. Gillahan. Touchdown, Mount Carmel. And we're one point away from a tie game. 20-yard touchdown pass from Sisson to Gillahan. So nice throw there. Had everyone looking to the left, and he went to the right. And Lound, Lound Milk will come out to uh, attempt the uh, attempt the point after. Sisson will be the holder. And we're point away from a tie game. Bad snap, but the hold gets down, and it's through the uprights. Good. So nice job. Sisson's not to panic there. And got it down for Loundmill, and it's a tie game. We're all tied up at 14-14, 8-17 to go here in regulation. And we'll be back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football and Jackets. Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times, and missed calls. This is Cleet Behrman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment. And you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. All nutted up at 14, a 20-yard touchdown pass from Sisson to a Gillahan there. Second connection of the night, and that ties it up here at 14-all. Lonnoke will kick it away, and it's going to be received at about the 20-yard line, taken by FEM, cuts back to the left side and gets it past the 35-yard line for a decent return there by Dunstan, who came and ran up there. we got a Mount Carmel player. Late to a get up, and uh, so trainers will come out and check on him in the area of stretching out on the lower body, so maybe cramping up possibly. And hey, that gives me enough time to uh, give a shout out to the sponsors for sponsoring tonight's broadcast. I didn't get the chance to do that at halftime. FEM Hearts Football, sponsored this season by Rush Truck Centers Incorporated, Dietrich Bank, MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, Crossroads Truck Equipment, FEM Veterinary Clinic, Weber's Jewelry, Weston Company, and Wet Pools, and Spas. As now Carmel hops up and runs over to the sideline, so just a cramp, and he was fine. So it'll be a first down and a 10 for the Hearts. They'll begin at the 31-yard line for Mount Carmel. 8-11 to go, all tied up. Gillum will send a man in motion, and he'll hand off there to a Belcher. He's trying to r- room to run. He runs into his own blocker, and he gets thrown down 
maybe got uh, two out of it, but not very much. He actually may have gotten more than I thought. And tackle of the 35, they're going to spot it at. So, in of three, second down and seven. On to the run by Belcher. So it'll be ball spotted at the 34. Gilman will go up on his center. Eye formation. Receiver split out on each side. Gilman will take the snap. It's going to be a play action pass. Throwing here and going for a lot. It's going to be incomplete. It was almost tipped and still almost caught it, but it went incomplete. So it'll be third and a seven. Just like that was a mouse there breaking up, breaking up the pass there against uh, excuse me, that's not Mouse, that was uh, Shane uh, Shane Medor Medor from Mount, Mount Carmel breaking up that pass for from uh, Gillum to Loss, but yeah, Loss still had a chance to catch it after he broke it up. Third and a seven, Gillum will be in of a shotgun. Staying to read in motion. Gillum takes a snap, he'll run out to the left side, throws towards the sideline, it's going to be complete, and get that about Lots. And oh, there's going to be a late penalty flag. flag, very late, as we'll see what this one is. And Lots also got a lot of contact there out of bounds, but we'll see what it is. And it's actually just a sideline warning. So actually nothing doing there, just a warning there for the FEM sideline. And it's going to be at the 50-yard line, so... My 16-yard pathway yeah. there from uh, Gillum to Watts. So. so it'll be at 7.14 to go as that play got out of bounds, stops the clock. We're right here at midfield. Gillum will take the snap, turns and hands off to a Dunstan right side, tries, tries to take off two men, got free. He squirts back up the middle, and he's close to the 45. Brought down just shy of it. But again, Dunstan being slippery. As he gets out of a few tackles and ends up gaining five yards on the play. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he might get tackled in the backfield for a two or three yard loss, but able to, to bounce off that and, like you said, slip, slip right through there and uh, gain gain five yards. Second down, eight and a five. Ball at the forty-five in Mount Carmel territory with six thirty-five to go. Gillum will be up on our center. He'll take the snap, hand off to a Dunstan again. Nice cut back, and he squirts back up the middle. He cuts back on the right side. He's at the 30. Tries to lose one man, and he throws. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Yes. Touchdown for Weldon Dunstan. 45-yard run there by Dunstan. Nice cut back. And then squirts free out of the right side. And Effingham has the 20-14 to 14 lead. And that's a lick at my chicken, pull my pork. Effingham touchdown. That puts the hearts ahead. Biggest play of the night for Effingham. 45-yard rush there for Dunstan. The kick is up after the nice hold by Donaldson. And it's through the uprights. Good. By a step in. So it is Effingham 21. Mount Carmel 14. And we'll be back in a 30-second. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. 
the Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. Stephen will put it away. Effingham takes the lead there, and Mount Carmel is going to receive it back inside the five-yard line. A nice block there, but he's got a nice return as he gets it close to the 35-yard line before he's finally brought down. And Sisson was the man to receive the kickoff and a nice run back. Yeah, definitely, definitely a nice, nice run back. Is, nice uh, hit too. Michael Love had a nice hit on the Mar- <laughs> Mount Carmel defender. Just bowled, it, bowled him over like, like, like a like a plow taking a tree over or something, and he's almost like he wasn't there. So six twelve to go. And Mount Carmel will take over now, trailing on the scoreboard, the same score that they had last week that they were going to try to come back from. So virtually almost the same exact scenario for them in that sense on the scoreboard. They'll take over at the FEN, or Mount Carmel's own 36. So it'll be Mount Carmel into the shotgun. That is Mount. He's looking to throw across the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. Oh, man. Spencer Fox was right there. And it was just dropped, dropped the interception. And uh, so that's just going to bring up second down. Mouse was looking for for night on that pass. And, yeah, Fox Fox had it right there, had a shot at it, but just couldn't hold on to it. Oh, man. That, that would have been a big, yeah, big was a huge game. It was a huge response by the Hearts, and that would have been a huge pick there, but it just goes incomplete, and it'll be a second down and a 10. And so it'll be a Sisson now back at quarterback. Sisson will take the snap, and he's looking to throw. Flushes out of the pocket, throws a ball, and it's going to be incomplete, but I think it's going to be pass interference. As the pass was short, but Weaver never looked back at the football, and that's a huge no-no there. So the penalty flag will come out, and Mount Carmel will get this in FEM territory now after the big penalty, and it will be officially a pass interference. And so Mount Carmel going for the big strike that time and passes a little short, and Weaver never looked back to the football, and they'll take over at the 49. So, big penalty there. Effingham's only Effingham's first penalty of the game, but it's, it's definitely wow. a big one. Sisson will take the snap in the shotgun. He'll toss it out to Knight. Gets by one guy in the backfield. Turns the corner. He slips and falls just shy of the 40-yard line. And uh, so that might be a gain, depending on where they spotted he came down at. So they're going to say it was a gain of about six there. So it's going to be spotted at the 44. They're going to say it was a five-yard gain. 
when night slid down there. So, toss play works for five yards that time for the Aces. And the shotgun is this and two wide receivers split out here to the left. This and takes the snap. He rolls out here to the left side, slings it across the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. And again, no one was there except for a cobra line, possibly. But it'll bring up third and five. So, 5.44 to go in the contest and was shaped up to be a, a, an exciting second half. FEM with the lead, 21-14. Back and forth with explosive offensive plays here, completely opposite of what it was in the first half. Yes, definitely. And now Carmel scored at the very last second and led 7 nothing at halftime. And assistant will take the snap and the shotgun. He's looking to that right side. He uh, throws long downfield. It's yeah. intercepted by FEM. Interception, and that's Busher again. Wade Busher, another interception. He got one last week, and he gets a huge one this time. And uh, so there seems to be a little confusion on the field right now. Everyone just kind of stopped. And might be just be discussing whether it was caught in bounds. I thought it was. Looked like to me it was. Actually, it's going to be a face mask. On that face mask on Essingham. So wipe out the interception. Wow. Oh, man. I didn't even see the flag come out in all the I, excitement. I, I Everyone's jumping around and whatnot. So it's still going to be Mount Carmel football. So wipe out the Busher interception. That's a huge, huge turn of events there. Definitely. You go from the turnover to now Mount Carmel still with the ball. First and 10 of the 39. That face mask penalty. Sisson in the shotgun. He'll roll out here to the left side. And he throws across the middle, and it's going to be nearly intercepted again. A little bit high that time and incomplete. So it'll be second and 10 now. So, the interception by Busher wiped out. And incomplete pass that time before Mount Carmel. So, that'll set up second and 10, 5.33 to go in the game. Aces trail, 21-14. This and in the shotgun. As he's directing traffic out there. Maybe he's calling a hot route. And it's going to be a play-action pass. Rolls out to the right side, and it's going to be complete towards the sideline and that's going to be complete by Gillahan and a first down so just enough there game is about 11 they're going to say yep to the 28 so just enough on that pass catch by Gillahan so it'll be a first down for Mount Carmel Ball at the FEM 28. As Sisson will be into the shotgun. I got two receivers out here to the left. Sisson takes the snap, and he's looking to throw. And he pumps once, and he looks to throw, and there comes a flag out. And it was incomplete on the pass, but we'll wait to see what the penalty is here. 
as the officials will. There's a personal foul. Face mask on Effingham again, but this time it was a personal foul. So it's going to be an even longer penalty. So the second face mask penalty of the drive on the Hearts defense. And so that's going to move the ball way up here on that personal foul. And so Mount Carmel is going to have the ball nearly at the, they're going to say it's at the 14. Wow. So it'll be Mount Carmel, first down and 10. Sisson takes a snap, a little bit of a high throw, but it's complete, and it's going to be close to the first down marker. They're inside the five almost, and Gillahan was the receptor on that. And it is going to be a first and goal, so a gain of 10. And so Cobra Line was there to make the stop, but Mount Carmel now knocking on the door at the four-yard line. First and goal. With 4.25 to go. As it will be. Mount Carmel coming out. Bunch formation. As Sisson will take the snap, and he's going to go straight ahead, and he's going to be right at the goal line, and the forward progress is going to be stopped right there, so he's going to be just shy. So it'll bring up second and goal. Second down and one. So Sisson just took it straight ahead, and one more yard to go on second and goal. And Sisson... Will be in of the shotgun. Mount Carmel trying to tie it up here. Sisson takes the snap and he goes forward. He makes a cutback move and I don't think he got it. And the ball comes out as well. The ball came out late. They're going to say that Mount Carmel got it back and he didn't get it. So it'll be third down. As players on the bottom of the pile there. And officials will mark it down and It'll be a third down. And so this in the short again. And so now everybody clears out the bottom of the pile. Charlie Ring was down there at the bottom of it, and he was the last one to get up. So it'll be third and goal at the one. Now after that gain of nothing for Sisson, big third down here. Crowd gets into it. As Effingham trying to cook up another goal line stand. And a Sisson will go up under center for the first time. Sisson will take the snap. He tries to push forward QB sneak, and he gets it across the goal line. Touchdown. He reaches over, and we're one point away from a tie game. One yard, a touchdown. QB sneak for Sisson, and it's 21-20. Big extra point here. You never take anything for granted. No, you don't. Especially with the last snap is almost a little fumbled. So with 3.04 to go, it's 21-20 Effingham. And Mount Carmel will line up for the point after. And Loudermilk will be on to attempt the point after, assisting the holder. And a good snap this time. And the kick is up. And it is good. So we're tied 21 all with... 3.04 to go in the game. FEM will have the ball back. So, Mount Carmel ties it up, and we'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. 
Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, stop purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. We're all knotted up here at 21 all with 304 remaining. Mount Carmel punches it in, and it'll be a louder milk kicking it off, and it's towards the sideline, and Effingham will field it about the 35, and we're still trying to look for a room to run, and it's up to about the 30, actually caught out of the 25. So FEM with a short little return there. Dunstan on the return. And Gillahan there on the stop. So FEM take over. And eh, they're going to spot it at the 30. They will right at the 30-yard line. First and 10. 258 remaining in regulation. So FEM... We'll try to respond after the touchdown by Mount Carmel. Tying this one up, which has been a great second half. It definitely has. Gillum takes the snap in the shotgun, and he's going to keep it. He tries to rush out there to the right side. And he gets hard, takes a hard shot, and uh, goes down. And uh, gain of about four on that one. Coach talked about in the preseason of how good of an athlete that Gillum was, and uh, they got to be smart with when they run and don't want to take too many shots because of the backups behind them. So, sure, but yeah, Gillum definitely showing his uh, athletic ability. He did take a, a shot there at the end, but definitely is showing his athletic ability. Second down, eight a six, gain of four. Gillum in the pistol. And he's going to be another fake. He's going to roll out left side, and he's going to get it away just before the rush. That might be a fumble. I don't think it made it past the line of scrimmage, but the referees are going to come waving in, waving it off as an incompletion. As Gillum just fired it away as the rush was coming hot and heavy, and he just had to get it there. And the referees are going to call it an incomplete pass. So it'll ring up third and six. Uh, got, got a little bit, a little bit lucky there for for Gilm. He was able to, to get that, get that off, and they call it incomplete, not a fumble. Third and six, two ten left to go in the in the game here for Effingham. Let's see if they can keep this drive alive. So Gilm will come out into the shotgun, and Coach Hefner doesn't like how they were lined up, and that's going to be Effingham's final timeout. And so we'll take a timeout as well before a big third down. And we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds. You're listening to FEM Art Football here on Jack FM. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is 
your home for Effingham football, 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. The shotgun fires deep for Lodge. He had a step, but it's going to be incomplete. Just overthrown. Taking a shot, dialing it up on third and six. Well, they can't connect. And then I'll bring up fourth down. So the punt team will come out for FEM, and Stefan's going to have to boot it away here. As Mal Carmel will be back to receive the punt. Gillahanna back there. And it's going to be a low snap, but Stefan punts it away. And a nice punt. That's going to back up Gillahan all the way back up to the 30-yard line, trying to make one move. He's up past the 40-yard line and knocked out of bounds. So, Mount Carmel will take over with a minute, 53 to go. Two-minute drill. For Sisson and the Aces. All their lead evaporate here in the second half. High scoring second half and they'll take over at their 42 is what it's spotted as yeah definitely a high scoring affair here in the uh the, the second half when the first half was uh virtually zero zero until the last uh, 10 seconds of mount carmel scored there we go minute 53 to go in the game 21 off and uh, it'll be sissing in the shotgun and it's going to be a, a fake thrown out there to a uh, gillahan a complete and that's going to be past midfield. And that's going to be just shy of, actually, that was a Minder with the catch for Mount Carmel. So that'll be a gain of nine, second down and a one. Sisson will be in the shotgun again. Sisson takes the snap, and it's going to be a play-action pass, and he's going to be flushed around the pocket, dances around. And he's going to fire a far sideline, and it's behind the defense, incomplete. Fortunate there, trying for Mitter again. And so it'll be third and one now at the 49 after that deep strike. A minute, 16 to go. Let's see if Evergreen can come up big with a stop here. And uh, to know that was Appium's last timeout and Mount Carmel has all three timeouts if they want them. So big to know there. Definitely. So it'll be a Sisson in the shotgun and actually it was Mount in the shotgun and they are going to burn one of those timeouts. So they're going to talk about this third and a one a play. So Important play in the game. We'll just keep it right here with a minute 16 to go. And third down and one. See what they'll dial up. And the reason I brought up the timeout situation was you can just fall forward and pick up the first down and then call the timeout if you wanted to rather than take a deep shot here. But they're going to talk about it. No, I was definitely, uh, definitely, definitely good as you, you bring that up. And now Carmel does have a several or uh, yeah a few options here with a uh, minute 16 left to go as they call their the first time out and uh yeah the first first down just right right there in, in front of them and hopefully uh hopefully effingham can uh 
can stop them here in fourth, uh, fourth and one, but we'll see what happens. We'll see uh, what Mount Carmel likes to do, do here on offense. Nope. So, it'll be a third and one. Just an in the shotgun. Three right receivers split out on the right side. Sisson takes the snap, and it's going to be a handoff to a Knight, and he squirts through, and he's got the first down and some. He's close to the 40-yard line before he's brought down the other 40-yard line. So they're going to mark it down to the 41, actually. So mm. this is a nice little game there by Knight. Stops the clock with a minute 10. After that run to the 41, Sisson will be into the shotgun, and he'll scramble out left side, and he throws it across the middle, and oh, it's going to be complete. Complete inside wow. the five, inside basically the one-half-yard line. And that is Gillahan on the grab. A diving grab for Gillahan. He's a shaking up a little bit. And so that'll be a first and goal at the one. How he didn't get in, I don't know, but he slid no, into the no. end zone and so that was a big forty com- forty yard completion there and uh Mount Carmel just let the clock down as much as possible because FEM can't stop it. Sure. So this is where one of those early timeouts in the half comes back to haunt the hearts because Mount Carmel is just going to bleed it down and they're going to call a timeout here with the play clock winding down and 37.3 seconds and first and goal at the one. So a 40-yard pass play. This and a two. Gillahan again have been his favorite deep target tonight and just shy of the end zone there. And now with 37.3 seconds, Mount Carmel at the one-yard line to try to break the tie. Gillahan with uh, not sure how many receiving yards he has, but he's got 20. He's got 14, 14 receptions and uh, two two receiving touchdowns tonight. So. Yeah, so almost out of third. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, been one of the favorite targets there. And FEM, again, has been close. A couple times, but now Carmel breaks through with that big play. Sets them on the doorstep and a lot of options with first and goal at the one-yard line, all tied up at 21, 37.3 seconds. And so we'll see what Mount Zion lines up for here. And Aces will come out, bunch formation. As it'll be Sisson in the shotgun away from the line of scrimmage. And as Sisson takes a snap right side, he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mount Carmel. 35.6 seconds left. And actually, wait, a false start. A flag comes out of nowhere. So uh, Effingham says thank you very much. We've seen that. We've seen that a couple of times tonight. We have. Now Carmel bites themselves in the foot there, and that's going to push him back five yards. So it's going to be first and goal at the six. That's Mount Carmel's uh, eighth eighth penalty tonight. The wipe off the Sisson touchdown. 35.6 seconds. We're still tied. Sisson in the shotgun. 
Sisson takes the snap. He rolls out right side, looking to throw, looking to throw, and he's going to throw it into the back of the end zone, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to throw it away there in the back of the end zone toward Gillahan, and it's going to be incomplete. 28.9 seconds remaining, all tied up at 21. Second and goal at the six for Mount Carmel. We had a penalties on both sides. The last touchdown drive by Mount Carmel set up by a couple of face mask penalties. This time, Sisson gets into the end zone, but then gets wiped out by a false start. So we're still tied at 21, and Mount Carmel will line up at the six-yard line. Second and goal. Sisson will be in the shotgun. He takes a snap. He rolls out right side. Throws it towards the end zone. It's going to be tipped away. Incomplete. Nice play by Busher. There to tip it and knock it away. So Mount Carmel, again, third and goal here. 24.4 seconds to go. Third and goal at the sixth. And that, that false start penalty is looming large. Oh, now man. For, for is Mount it Carmel. ever? Is it ever? So. What a will they draw up here on third and goal of the six. Sisson will be in the shotgun. And Sisson takes the snap, and he's going to roll out to the right side again. Looking to throw, looking to throw towards the end zone. Incomplete again. Wow. Hart pulled him on third and goal. 18.9 seconds remaining. And does Laddermouth come out for a field goal attempt? You would think possibly it's kind of in the range of an extra point almost. Yeah, you you would think that's definitely twenty three yard field goal. A very very viable option. And I think that they will they will line up for the field goal. So twenty three yard field goal to put the aces ahead eight with eighteen point nine seconds left. Sisson with the hold. Laudermilk with the snap, good snap, good hold, kick is up, and it is good. Mount Carmel takes the lead with 15.3 seconds to go. They lead 24-21. 23-yard field goal by Loudermilk. Loudermilk there, and Mount Carmel leads 24-21 with 15.3 seconds remaining. Mm-mm. Hearts hold strong, but Aces get the field goal to take the lead, everybody, with 15.3 seconds to go. So, important to know that FEM doesn't have any more timeouts, and they'll have to Drive the ball down the field on the kickoff. Loudermilk will boot it away, and it's a, a deep boot this time, and Effingham's going to field it. That's Dunstan. He fields it inside the five-yard line. Tries to find room to run. He's out to the 30. He might have a he chance might. here. He's he got it at the 50. He breaks through, and he's going to be tripped up at the 20-yard line. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. What a return by Weldon Dunstan. That gives Effingham a chance. 
Yes, it does. And now yes, it does. he is sends the kicker. He is sends Sefton out for the tired Eagles for the win with 4.3 seconds left. What a return by Dunstan. Returns it to the 25. Wow. It's a pretty deep field goal. It is. It is for, for high school. I mean, how, how much does, you know, have yeah. The offense is coming out. All right, 4.3 seconds left. Nice return there by Dunstan. Gives the Hearts the chance here at the 25-yard line. Gillum will be in the shotgun, and Coach Brewer will take a timeout for Mount Carmel. As we will just keep it right here with 4.3 seconds left. Dunstan goes from no, 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 don't feel the inside the 5 to all the way down to the 25. The other way, so that gives the heart a chance here, and also with the timeout, maybe FEM might think about it again, rethink their decision. Maybe they might. They might. You, you never. You never know. Just just when you think the the heart the hearts are out of it, you know Mount Carmel at the one yard line, and they run in for the touchdown, and Mount Carmel gets called for a penalty. And then you're like, well, Dunstan has it at the five. Like, well, is that a good idea that he runs it back? I mean, it's a 42-yard field goal here, and they're going to send out Stefan. So, 4.3 seconds left. 42-yard field goal. Donaldson will be the holder. Stefan will attempt the field goal. Good snap, good hold. Kick is up, and it is good! Wow. Clutch, we're tied. Wow. 42-yard boot. Wow. For McCullough Stefton. And we're all tied at 24. Wow. Wow. What just, Mount Carmel asking, what just happened? Right. They thought they had it. They thought they had everything. And they kicked the field goal and had a good kickoff, but. Weldon Dunstan and Effingham had had other ideas. So, wow, what a heck of a heck of a second half here in Effingham. That's zeros. We're going to overtime, so we'll be back for the extra session here, all tied at a twenty-four. So we'll be back in the thirty seconds. You're listening to Effingham Arts Football here on Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, Hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. You're listening to Effingham Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Company Certified Public Accountants. 
We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. This is Effingham High School Football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Takes a toss on the first play of four Mount Carmel and they get five yards out of it. So that'll be second and goal at the five. So FEM gets into the end zone. Seven-yard touchdown and Gillum to Belcher. And now Mount Carmel turn to score. And we'll see if that missed extra point will loom large. And so it'll be Sisson in the shotgun. Second and goal at the five. Takes the snap. Play action pass. He's going to roll to the left. Look back to the right. Towards night. He's wide open. Touchdown. Wide open. Play action pass momentarily. And then a five-yard strike. We're all tied at 30. Extra point pending. We'll see if Mount Carmel can make this. Extra point. Loudermilk will come on to attempt the point after. And Sisson will be the holder. Sefton just hit, uh, pushed his extra point to the left. So, for the win for Mount Carmel in overtime. As a snap, good snap, good hold, kick up, and it's so good! Wow, he pushed it left too! Wow. No good! This game will not end. Will not end, you're right. As the heart and Mount Carmel putting in a game of the night here in week two of the high school football season, and we're tied at 30, and we're going to overtime number two. We settled nothing after this first overtime, and we still go on to the same, towards the same end zone, I believe, so... Uh, all tied at a 30 after both kickers pushed their extra points to the left after touchdowns. So 30-30 with two missed extra points. So Mount Carmel will get the ball again. So that is the one caveat of the overtime rule. You get right back. So they'll start on the 10-yard line again, same side. And uh, so Sisson will be in the shotgun. Got receivers split out on each side. Sisson takes the snap, and he's going to roll out to the left side. Fires towards the end zone, and it's going to be caught, but is it bounced? Yes! Touchdown! One play. Guess who? Gillahan. His third reception. Just gets his feet down inbounds. As it was close. It was real close. Uh, so it'll be 36-30. Mount Carmel with a one-play strike here from Sisson to Gillahan, and that was very close towards the sideline. Uh, they officials say they get. They get it. So, 
they're going to have to go for two after the first overtime. So Sisson takes the snap, and he fakes it, and he's going to have to rush around in the pocket. And Mike Love almost got to him, but he can't get to him. And he throws it across the body, across the middle, intercepted. So it's going to be no good on the two-point conversion. So Mount Carmel scores 36-30, and so that puts them in the lead here. So FEM now has to respond and a convert on the two-point conversion. So FEM, see what they can draw up here. Here in overtime, 36-30. This game was 7-0, believe it or not, at halftime. I know. I and look at this guy. I, I don't believe you told me it would be in double overtime. I'd be, I, I was uh, heck no. And look at us go in double OT. I know, right? Gillum takes the snap, and he's going to hand off to a Dunstan, and he's going to fall forward for not a lot of yards there. And that'd be a gain of one or two, but that's about it. They're going to call it a gain of two, so second and eight. At the eight-yard line, FEM trailing here 36-30 in the second overtime. Against Mount Carmel. Gillum gets the play. And he'll be in the shotgun. And Dunstan right to his right. Takes the snap, and Gillum's going to keep it. Tries to go up the middle, fighting for extra yardage. And he's going to throw him backwards. Forward of progress, maybe got it to about the six-yard line. So another gain of two yards. But that's about it on the keeper by Gillum. So it's going to bring up third and goal. Actually, yeah, they just gave him my one. So it'll be third and goal of the seven. Trailing by six, double overtime. Got to score here and then convert on the two-point conversion. But first, you got to get the touchdown. FEM seven yards away from making that happen. And Gillum will be in the shotgun. Two receivers split out here to the right. They'll shift Reed over there to the right as well, and there's going to be whistles before the play. And it's going to be a timeout by Mount Carmel. So we'll try to squeeze in a quick 30 timeout as well here in double overtime, 36-30 Mount Carmel. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Hearts Football and Jack FM. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts. Diedrich Bank, live for today, bang for tomorrow, member FDIC. Now, time for more Effingham Hearts football on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back. You're just turning in. Where have you been? 36-30, Mount Carmel in the lead. Double overtime. And it's third and goal at the six. Gillum into the shotgun. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket to his right. Throws back to his left, and it's going to be incomplete. Flag on the there is a flag. And they were going to go towards Belcher again. And we'll see what this penalty is on. As the officials will get together and talk about it. 
as the officials will call. Pass interference on Mount Carmel. Pass interference wow. on Mount Carmel, so we'll replay third down. And that'll move it a little bit further. And that'll move it to about the three. Well, they'll mark it at the four. So pass interference on Mount Carmel gives the Hearts new life after the incompletion. Trying for a little misdirection play. Look to the right, throw back to the left for Belcher, but a pass interference gives FEM a third and goal at the four. Feel him up under center. He'll take the snap. He'll hand off to a Dunstan trying to find room to run up the middle, and he can't find very much. And so he may have got back to the line, but that's it. All right, here we go. This is the ball game right here as it's fourth and goal at the four. And FEM needs to score here to tie it up. They're going to mark it at the three, so they're going to say it was a gain of one, and FEM wants to talk about it. But we are not going anywhere here, folks, because this is the most important play of the game. Fourth and goal at the three, double overtime, 36 to 30. What an adventure on how we got here to stick around to the postgame show to uh, listen to uh, how we got here as Mount Carmel, they made a 23-yard field goal by Loud Milk, and then FEM gets a nice return by Dunstan towards the end of regulation, gives it in striking distance for Stefan, 42-yard boot for the tie, the tie to 24, and then both teams scored in overtime, and both missed extra points. And then Mount Carmel scored on the first play of the second overtime session, and now FEM's faced with a fourth and goal at the three, Game on the line, a must score. And they'll bring some of their heavy set in for a fourth and goal situation. Call of your best goal line play here. Hopefully uh, the hearts have worked on that um, in practice. I'm, I'm sure they have. Hopefully so. For this situation right here. All right, here we go. Here's the ball game. It's Gillum up under center. And uh, Gillum will shift here to the right. Gillum takes the snap, and he'll fake it, and he's going to be flushed out. It's going to be incomplete, just too high for Reed. And Mount Carmel wins it. They went to their best play tonight just out of the fingertips of Reed. He got his fingertips on it, and it falls incomplete. Mount Carmel wins it here in double overtime. Mm Mm-mm. 36-30, 36-30, what a high school football game. And Mount Carmel wins the battle of attrition and comes away with a win. And I don't know what it is about that side of the end zone. Fans remember 2019, that's where Murfreesboro scored to send them to the state championship game. And then this one just goes just off the fingertips of Reed and incomplete on fourth and three. And Mount Carmel wins it 36-2 of 30 in double overtime. And so we'll be back to try to recap all of this one and get the postgame stats as well. And, uh, again, your final double overtime. Mount Carmel wins 36-2 of 30. And we'll be back to wrap this one up. And you're listening to FEM Hearts Football here on Jack FM. Merge hitting 
Hi, this is Pat Gevin, owner of MERS Heating and Air Conditioning, your local Lennox dealer. I know that after a long, hard day at work, all you want to do is relax at home. But how can you possibly relax when you can't seem to get comfortable? The house seems warm and stuffy. Well, the MERS team has the solution. We provide free estimates for new systems, prompt installation, and don't forget we have most sizes and types of equipment in stock in our warehouse for a speedy cure to your summertime blues. Give us a call today at 342-2323 or book online at MERSAC.com. Be sure to ask about our new customer and customer loyalty discounts. MERS Heating and Air Conditioning Do it once, do it right Say goodbye to busy signals, long hold times and missed calls. This is Cleet Beerman at Crossroads Truck Equipment. Now you can text us with a question, order a part, even send us a picture of the part you need. You don't need any special equipment and you can text us from any smartphone. It's faster and more efficient than calling. So supercharge your communication with us. Move to the front of the line for parts and service by texting Crossroads Truck Equipment 217-347-0456. Weston Company Certified Public Accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. Are you ready for a calming getaway right in your backyard? Look no further. Wet Pools and Spas is here to turn your relaxation dreams into reality. Dive into the ultimate relaxation experience with their top-of-the-line pools and spas. Transform your outdoor space into a paradise with their stunning pool and spa designs. You can rely on Wet Pools and Spas to make it easy for you, guiding you from start to finish through the buying and installation process. Visit their website at wetpoolsandspas.net or stop by their showroom to learn more. How did a vet clinic win a People's Choice Award? With one happy tail wag at a time. This is Dr. Chad Ely at FNM Veterinary Clinic. Our patients can't talk, so they rely on us to keep them well. From checkups to blood work and heartworm testing, preventative care is essential to the health and happiness of your pet. And depend on FNM Vet Clinic for pain management, surgery, and phenomenal hospital care services. FNM Veterinary Clinic, 408 North Keller Drive, and on Facebook. Marking new territory in veterinary care. Diedrich Bank would like to wish the Effingham Hearts good luck this football season. The Diedrich Bank Difference Makers will be cheering you on from the sidelines. We know that being a student can be stressful, so we are here to make it easier. Check out our great lineup of checking accounts, including our student account, Extreme Green Student. With cell phone protection, roadside assistance, and savings at local businesses, the Extreme Green Student checking account is sure to make your life a little easier. Now let's bring home a win, hearts! Diedrich Bank, live for today, bank for tomorrow, member FDIC. Rush Truck Centers is the largest commercial truck dealership group, and guess what? Their FEM location is hiring for multiple positions. If you have experience as a diesel mechanic, body shop technician, or trailer technician, then we want you. We offer great pay, competitive benefits, and a stock purchase plan. 
Apply now at RushEnterprises.com or stop in at 1701 West Fayette Avenue to fill out an application and speak to a manager today. Now, time for the Effingham Football Post Game Report on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Effingham High School. One of the better games you'll hear all year long as Mount Carmel wins this in double overtime. 36-30 it was the uh, final score as Mount Carmel gets their first win of the season. So now they're one and one. They'll be taking on Robinson next week, and Effingham falls to one and one as well. And uh, they are going to be hosting right back here, Breeze Modern Day, the annual Breeze game, as they're currently in a matchup with their rivals, Breeze Central. But they'll be here in Effingham next week. Our friends from the Modern Day Knights. It just wouldn't be a football season without seeing Modern Day there and we'll see him next week but what a heck of a game this game turned out to be let's try to recap it the uh, scoring because there was a lot of it at least in the second half as uh, the game was virtually scoreless until nine point six seconds to go in the first half uh systems found in gillahan and their first of three uh, touchdowns tonight and that was from seven yards out and they made the extra point to make it seven nothing and that would be the lead at halftime and then in the uh, third quarter, it was a, a quick strike by Effingham's 61-yard touchdown pass from Gillum to Watts, and that tied the score at a 7. Then later on in uh, that uh, third uh, quarter, Gillum would complete a 14-yard touchdown drive and a 1-yard touchdown by Gillum put the hearts up 14 to a 7. And then uh, Mount Carmel will come back in the uh, fourth quarter and uh, on a 10-play drive, one yard out from uh, Sisson, and uh, that was an interception that was called back, if you remember, that time on that drive for, to keep that drive alive for the Aces. And then a 45-yard touchdown run by Weldon and Dunstan, and so a nice response there by the Hearts, and a quick one at that after that a touchdown by Sisson. That one only took five plays to answer back. And then Mount Carmel would drive it down the field, and their drive would be extended by a couple of uh, penalties as well. And uh, this one would be a one-yard touchdown run by Sisson to tie things up at 21. Eventually in the fourth quarter, it got down to Mount Carmel, being stopped just short of the red zone, and they might have to kick the field goal. 23-yard field goal. From Loudermilk, and uh, that made the score 24 to a 20 at that point in the fourth quarter. Nine seconds left. That was all that was left on the scoreboard. You thought Evian didn't have a chance until Dunstan uh, took the kickoff back 70 plus yards all the way down to the 25 yard line. Mount Carmel called the timeout after uh, to see what Evian was going to line up for, and then Evian sent the field goal unit out there, and then Michael stepped in. Uh, stepped up and hit a 42-yard field goal as time expired in regulation to tie it up at 24-all. Then in the first overtime, it was FEM getting the ball first, and they got in the end zone. It was the Gage Gilliam to uh, Belcher there, Brody Belcher, on a seven-yard touchdown pass, but Stefton would miss the extra point, so that left the door open for Mount Carmel. They would come back, and uh, Sisson would hit uh, – 
night with a five-yard touchdown pass wide open, uh, missed coverage by the Hearts, but uh, Knight got that. And then the, sky, the score was tied. Oh, now Carmel needed to do was make the extra point. Well, they missed it as well. That tied it up at a 30-all. And then on the first play of the second overtime session, Sisson hit uh, Gillahan in over there in the end zone, towards the back of the end zone uh, there. And that put Mount Carmel up 36-30. to uh, 30. And then that very last play on fourth and goal at the three-yard line, just off the fingertips of Reed from Gillum. And fell incomplete. And FEM falls in uh, this one. You hate to see any team lose, and you hate to all hearts losers on that one, but someone unfortunately had to come on the losers aside. Both teams winners here tonight with a fabulous game, 7 nothing at halftime. No one would have thought that it would have been 36-30 and double OT at the end of it, but that's what it ended up being. A fantastic high school football game, and we have it all for you we have it as podcast so we turn all these games into a podcast so you can check out the uh, feed on fmradio.com if you want to listen back to all the highlights there there were sure a lot to pick from there in the second half but unfortunately fm comes to a close and uh, uh ultimately falls in this one in double overtime uh there to mount carmel picking up their first win and fem takes the first loss of the year them so what a heck of a game that we saw here tonight Dominic yeah it definitely was definitely was a heck of a heck of a game uh, we saw we saw here tonight and yeah I, I I said I said off air you know I, I was gonna say early early on that you know it was zero zero in, in like the second quarter I was like I could the way things are going I could see this game like finishing like the seven to three final I'm I'm glad I didn't say that because obviously it didn't, and it was definitely a, a tale a tale of uh, two halves um, for for both teams. I mean, Mount Carmel scored with ten seconds left to go in the second quarter to take a seven nothing lead uh, in in the halftime, and then just offense just the you know, I guess you say exploded. And, you know, it went went back and forth and everything, and uh, you know so. Um, but no, I, I definitely would have thought it'd been thirty-six thirty, and in overtime, I mean, both teams played a play an outstanding, outstanding game. Uh, Sisson had four uh, throwing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown, so that shows you just what kind of uh, what kind of player player he is. And uh, uh, Gill, Gillahan for Mount Carmel, he had uh, he had three three receiving three receiving touchdowns. Um, so it was just, it was a heck of a, heck of a night for, uh, for, for Mount Carmel and Effingham. And like you said, you hate to see anybody, anybody lose, especially in a, in a game like this. And, uh, but you know, that's, that's what it comes down to. And like Travis said, Effingham thought their backs were against the wall and Mount Carmel had the ball at the one yard line. And then they got that penalty. Then they kicked the field goal or thinking, okay, well, there's about 15 seconds left there, and Dunstan catches that kickoff and then runs it 70 plus yards back to give Effingham a chance. And then Sefton kicks the 42 yard field goal. And you know, I've watched a lot of sports in my, my 40 years here on Earth, Travis, and I, I, I always say, you know, I, 
that's why I always wait till all all the zeros are on the mm-hmm. clock. You know, yep. you never know. You never know what's going to happen. You know, no. something, something like that. You know, a penalty or, or 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 whatever, and then the two extra mixed extra points and in, in overtime. You know, um, one one by by each team in the first overtime, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, amazing. We'll go over go over some uh, some stats here. That's here first for uh, Mount Carmel as they come away with their first one of the season, 36 to 30 in double overtime against Effingham. Uh, rushing for uh, Mount Carmel, uh, Blaine Sisson had uh, he had eight rushes, but he had uh, negative three negative three rushing yards. A couple of that one big one they uh, sacked him for a 12 yard loss. Uh, Passing wise, he had uh, he had over 200, 250 yards. Uh, excuse me, yeah, had uh, two hundred fifty two yards uh, passing and uh, four. Excuse me, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, eighteen for thirty five for fifty fifty one percent. His favorite target, uh, Gillahan, had uh, three three of those touchdowns. He had over hundred yards. Receiving Knight on uh, 15, 15 catches. Uh, Knight had uh, 16, 16 rushes for uh, looks like uh, sixty-seven yards, and he did have uh, he had one one touchdown. And just their their offense was all over the place. Gilham was his uh, his favorite his favorite target. As a system himself, also like I said, had one rushing touchdown, and Loudermilk had that uh, field goal there at the uh, end of end of regulation. Uh, so just an outstanding game where Mount Carmel did shoot themselves in the foot. They had eight eight penalties for uh, 40, 45 yards, um, but they they still come out here victorious tonight. Uh, penalty wise, Effingham had two two fifteen yard. Uh, uh, Penalties there, and uh, that did kind of hurt him. Uh, for Effingham, though, tonight, uh, Weldon Dunstan, he was uh, 19 carries, 90 yards, uh, one one rushing touchdown. Gage Gillum was 11 rushes, 36 yards, and Belcher had two carries for five yards. Gage Gillum, uh, passing-wise, he was uh, 11 of 29 for 38%, had 149 yards. Uh, two passing TDs, one rushing TD. His long pass was to uh, Lots for the uh, 61-yard uh, touchdown pass. Lots had uh, 77 three catches, 77 uh, rushing, uh, excuse me, 77 receiving yards, one touchdown. Belcher had two catches for 11 yards and a TD. And then Reed as the uh, that final pass slipped. Uh, off the top of his uh, fingertips, he had uh, six catches for uh, 61 yards. And uh, as Mount Carmel comes away victorious tonight, 36 to 30, and uh, I just don't have any uh, don't have any words left to express anything else. Travis, it's just uh, it was just a heck of a heck of a game between uh, two two great teams, and uh, you know I I just. You know, hopefully Effingham can uh, can build. You know, they have another home game next week, so they don't have to worry about going on the road or anything. But hopefully, they can just uh, take a lot from this and build on momentum. And uh, 
as the breeze breeze our day you know comes in uh comes in here uh next week and uh we'll just have to get have to get ready for them after this uh tough tough loss here against uh, the mount carmel aces who uh, are as good as uh, as advertised yeah they are as uh, it was the Breeze Modern Day falling into their rivals. The Breeze is central tonight by a 3, a 17, a 2, a 14. So Modern Day will come in here next week looking for their first win of the season. Let's take a look at some other finals here before we sign off. Uh, Mount Zion, they got the win over Troy Triad, a 39, a 28. It was Arthur over Villa Grove, a 43, 35. Pena comes back and wins over Carlinville. That was a low-scoring affair at halftime. It was only 7 nothing. It only ended up being 30-20. to Final Pena with the win. Uh, Charleston all over Paris, 58-20. Haytherville, 2-0 to open up the season. They win again over Robinson, 35-13. to This was supposed to be a, a closer game than this, but Sullivan all over Arcola, 54-6 to was the final there. Sullivan coming away with the win. And Pirates fans, Cumberland, they can look forward to two of that next week, and they also picked up the win over Sagamon Valley, 41-2-14, a final there. They had Muhammad pick up the win over Highland. Nice win there for the Bulldogs, over the Bulldogs. So uh, Muhammad, 28 nothing win over Highland. They were state-ranked for Highland there. Nicoma's got their first win. They beat Argenta, 46-14. Tries, Downs Tri-Valley over Clinton, 34-14. It was Paxton Buckley Loda fifty-five to eight final over Newton. Central A&M get the win over Marshall twenty-nine of fourteen. Greenville over Hillsborough twenty-seven seven. North Mac getting their first win twenty-eight to twenty-two over Gillespie. Pius all over Litchfield twenty-seven to twenty-one. Tuscola over Carlisle forty-nine to thirty. Lawrenceville thirty-two fourteen over Red Hill. And it was Vandalia over Stone twenty-one seven. Sarah Gordo sixteen nothing against Strikeout. County, Casey all over Oblong, 63 nothing. Leroy gets the win over Meridian, 41 nothing, And I believe uh, that is it for the uh, scores. Again, in final here in FEM, 36-30, double overtime winner for Mount Carmel in uh, this one. All right, that pretty much wraps it up here for us uh, tonight. And what a start to a Labor Day weekend here we had at this high school football game. Hope you enjoyed it. We had... We enjoyed calling the game uh, for sure. Sure so, did. Uh, stay tuned to our family of networks for more football this weekend. Illini on tomorrow night, 6.30. will be the kickoff 5.30 pregame over on 98.9 for their season opener against Toledo there. And we'll be back next Friday night against Breeze Modern Day right back here at Costume Field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium. I thank Derek back in the studio for a turn of the dials and help us getting on and off the air. And for uh, Dominic, I am Travis Sparks. And uh, this, again, Mount Carmel wins 36-30, double overtime over at FEM. And have a safe and happy Labor Day weekend, and enjoy it. And we'll be back next Friday. Right now here on Jack FM, we're back to playing the music that we want. So have a great rest of your evening, everyone. Weston Company, certified public accountants. We take pride in partnering with our clients and supporting our community since 1968. Weston Company is one of the 500 largest accounting firms in the country. With over 50 accounting professionals, Weston Company is ready to serve you with your accounting, auditing, payroll, sales tax, income tax, retirement planning, retirement auditing, and other general business consulting. See us at 501 East Evergreen in Effingham or online at westcpa.com. 
This has been a presentation of Effingham High School Football. Thanks for listening. We now return you to regular programming.